0: We got the new bevvies. We were trying them on. I was just thinking: is there an episode of the P Q P where we haven't been drinking beer during it? I can't imagine there is. Maybe I mean, like, or alcohol of some kind. We may have been drinking wine at one. I think we had a wine phase for a minute.
1: I've still got a wine phase,
0: <laughs> but I know that you don't really, you don't really go for it. I don't dig on wine.
1: Nah. Plus, it feels less, uh, less casual.
0: Yeah, you know, it's wine. It changes it just,
1: the tone of the, of the
0: podcast. because <laughs> yeah, I start getting sassy. Yeah. I have it in my hand the whole time, and I'm swirling it, and I'm like, you know, who's a fucking bitch? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wasn't gonna say sassy. I was gonna say more um dilettantish. You know, wouldn't like, oh, yes, of course. When <laughs> oh, <laughs> that makes you pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little
0: pretentious, maybe.
1: Well, Me too, as well. Well, you know.
0: speaking of pretentious, uh, what's your favorite aria? <laughs> I'm all about the libretto, personally. <laughs> to be aria, are those even? Is that, am I even in the right ballpark there?
1: Uh, I mean, you're well, it's an ma- aria? Is something national, in
0: opera, right? Aria is basically
1: just a song in an opera that's uh, solo or sung by one person.
0: Oh, okay. And a libretto is like the the just any of the labre- vocal parts in an opera. Well, you see, I thought libretto or maybe the yeah, no, libretto just, is the book. Yeah, I thought so just it's referred non- to the
1: like the yeah the the whole thing. Yeah, I thought so, but you know what? Now I'm worried because I think I could be wrong. I've always just been I don't know. I never use phrases. I just go, oh, I like that bit. <laughs> I like I like when that person sang like that.
0: Remember that part <laughs> where they sing real high. Um, (laughs) Well, we do have beers tonight. Yeah, um, we have
1: beers today. And and these are slightly... I mean, Max brought these along. I've never heard of them before.
0: Well, yeah, this is from the new Otep Shamaya line of craft (laughs) beers. For those of you who've had menicide beer from (laughs) Otep Shamaya, she's she's now got the more gender-inclusive, simply... Tyrannicide. <laughs> Tyrannicide. Which I mean, I figured. Like it, it took me a few seconds to figure
1: out what they probably were going for. It's like the the murder of tyrants. Yeah, but instantly, it sounds like tyrannosaurus.
0: It's tyrannosaurus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can think of. <laughs> no, yeah, it's the murder of tyrants. They even got a little short story on the back. It looks like. Oh, they too. do. Oh, good. The line. year is 1776. The 14-cannon pirate ship known as the Tyrannicide is wreaking havoc in the name of the new oh, wait, world. It's a, it's a pirate ship now. Even though it's called the Tyrannicide, <laughs> the it sounds like tyrannicide. they're being tyrannical.
1: They're yeah. wreaking
0: havoc in the name of the new world. Fast forward to today, and this aptly named flagship IPA is a full frontal attack on the senses. A it full is. I mean, it is, it's See little, again, they're, they're using yeah, terms they're which using just things. A little, they instantly a full make me think of something attack. else. I'm just imagining
1: a big naked man <laughs> running at you.
0: <laughs> tyrannicide IPA is brewed with the pure. Lupulin powder and double dry hopped with Simcoe, Mosaic, and Eucanot. I don't I know what no idea what It's Equinot. Are. Oh, Equinot. Oh, I see you're yeah, right. Yeah, I have no idea what that Floral is. Floral notes of citrus, passion fruit, melon, berry, papaya, and grapefruit candy. Uh, none of those are coming <laughs> through, except for the grapefruit. It does taste a little bitter like a grapefruit. This says grapefruit candy. Well, that is also weird. Our balance with a crisp golden color and pleasant West Coast bite. Well, I mean, it tastes like an IPA. <laughs> that's pretty much it's, what you're going to end up. With. What it tastes like. But also, they, there's no paragraph. Um, no paragraph break right,
1: right there between the uh, the story that they start telling about a ship that's wreaking havoc in the name of the New World. Wait. Also, a pirate ship wreaking havoc in the name of the
0: new world. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. So and then, these fast are...
1: forward to today. This is an IPA, which
0: <laughs> which has. So they're doing colonialism, right? If you're doing it in I the guess, name of the new yeah. world, does that mean in the name of building the new world? Which I would have thought would be the the, the British, the
1: redcoats, you know, not yeah. the not the pirates.
0: Well, yeah. Well, well, you know what actually is true. And I think this is historical canon back here. Fourteen canon, if you will. So the brewery is called Fourteen Cannons. Yeah, but not not spelled like C A N O N, spelled like the thing you yeah, shoot yeah. balls out of. Right. Again, uh,
1: they're, they're using too many words, which instantly give you a yeah. yeah, instantly give you the wrong impression of what they're trying to say. Um, and also, this font, by the way, is one of the most popular free fonts you can download. A, this is font. I think it's um, uh, I-, I M D W Pica. It's nice. what everyone who tries to do, like, an oldie, yeah. oldie English or kind of. Yeah, because it kind of looks
0: like, yeah, like Robert Louis Stevenson or some shit like that. You know? Yeah.
1: I'm pretty sure the the font for the movie The Vavitch, The Witch, mm-hmm. is IMD, IMDW Felpeka. Yeah. That's fun. And they've they've gone and used On
0: it. On the cheap. It's license free, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we got these 14 cannons brewing company over here. You know, but what we spent I did the learn, best part
1: of five minutes talking about. <laughs> what, I did, what
0: I did learn though about pirates, real pirates is that they often worked in the employ of um, the government. I believe so. Like, the government, like, the Queen would knight pirates all the time. Like, there's all these paintings we have of the Queen of England knighting pirates because they would just go out and steal shit from other countries and then bring it back.
1: Like, mercenaries, kind yeah, of? It yeah, it wasn't
0: really until, like, the Caribbean pirates and, like, the Chinese pirates and all these other, like, things started popping up along these trade routes that, <laughs> well, like... Well,
1: pirates against us.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what okay, are you doing? Them. <laughs> yeah. Are you crazy? <laughs> Who is the Who is the crazy ass Chinese pirate? Oh, I don't know. Zhang. I'm sure it's not actually pronounced Zhang. I think it's. I think Zhang is usually pronounced like Hong oh, or something like that. Zhang. Oh God, let me look it up. I don't know much about Chinese pirates. Oh, this one was wild, dude. Oh, this one he like he like or she. I don't even remember. Zhang He, Zhang He. It was a Chinese mariner explorer. Maybe he wasn't so much a pirate as a mariner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was employed by the Walls. There was Institute. some kind of, yeah,
0: <laughs> fine as well. there was some kind of, uh, Chinese pirate lady. Actually. I think I read about I didn't read about this. I saw this in the same little documentary. There was a Chinese pirate lady who like changed laws because they just didn't know what to do with her because she was so like brutal hmm. And she would just, like, steal the shit, and she was, like, really good, and I guess she had a really big crew. So, AWOLT, bro. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, when, that's when the AWOLT dynasty came
1: along. <laughs> There's a funny history of uh, the Chinese kind of being overlooked in favor of uh, their Western counterparts, which, I mean, it's only tangentially linked there, but it sounds like I've never heard of this Chinese pirate, whereas I've heard plenty about ours, our ones. Oh yeah, you know. Um, but did you ever hear about the magician Chung Ling Su? Mm-mm. This would be in the early 20th century, I think. So maybe 1910s, 1920s. Um, this bloke turned up called Chung Ling Su, mm-hmm. um, claiming to be you know from the Orient. So i was going to is this China. a real
0: is this a real China guy or is this? Uh... No, it was an <laughs> yeah. American bloke yeah. who dressed up like a Chinese bloke. <laughs> that was and, quite popular uh,
1: back then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he was—he, I, I don't think it was like oh, is someone doing a Chinese character? I think he really did pretend to be a Chinese guy because yeah. it made him more mystical. Yeah. So he wasn't doing anything particularly revelatory. He was just
0: doing it in a Chinese voice yeah. <laughs> oh no Chinese, yeah it wasn't yeah. like they were watching him being like yeah blackface or no, like china no, no. face they, they, they thought he was real he was a no real but I know real that was dude, super yeah. common back then especially with magicians right
1: but the funnier yeah. thing is that there was an actual Chinese magician called Chungling Fu oh no I, I, I hope I'm getting those names right it's been a while since I've read about them um, who also came to England to perform and was just furious at this guy who was more successful than him <laughs> yeah using almost the same name and clearly yeah. being American. And he kept turning up to his performances trying to... <laughs> trying to out him? Yeah, kind of. And oh, that's funny. Yeah, and like uh, there was a bit of one-upmanship going on between them. <laughs> uh, but that's, this guy... That's what the prestige is really <laughs> I mean, it, it was, I'm sure it was based on it to some extent. Yeah, because this Chong Ling Fu guy was, by all accounts, a far better magician as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he just couldn't compete with the, uh, with the media, you know. Yeah. With the promotion of the pr of of this faker um yeah and then the 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 fake one chung ling su uh he died doing a bullet catch famously oh really he was one of the ones he was who that died. guy one of them yeah i mean yeah. plenty of people died but yeah he was one how of the one. fuck do you die during doing a bullet catch yeah, it's pretty easy the way they were doing it back then they're not well, doing it in the pennantello way. Curious, what are they doing? <laughs> I
0: assumed it was
1: all fake. No, you, uh, the, I think the idea of the earlier forms of the bullet catch was you just get the bullet out at some point before, like usually when stoking it in, the stoker would. Oh, they would take use the live ammunition.
0: Out. They were using real guns and live ammunition. Yeah. Oh, that's stupid.
1: Yeah, but the. Um, I I think one way I've seen it work is the when you'd stoke it, like because these were single shot guns, so you'd stoke the bullet in, and it's actually quite simple. The stoker just pulls the bullet out, and then they shoot, and you already have a bullet in your hand, or the same bullet if it's signed or whatever. Yeah. But all it takes is like someone to figure out that that's what's happened, and just pop a real one in. Who's
0: someone? Uh, the someone audience trying to member kill Chumling Sue? <laughs> People, like, banter lads probably. <laughs> seriously oh mate oh awesome. <laughs> did you see the chinaman in the square attack i only went and killed him <laughs> i knew what he was doing
1: so i went and put in a tic-tac <laughs> blew his head off holy shit yeah, he fell that's... right over looked like a plank <laughs> yeah i mean that was the same with uh, that's how harry houdini died too some banter lad tried to fucking I believe get believe so unless it's a, unless that's a, Didn't someone punch him in the stomach yeah. way too hard or something like that yeah so so he had one of his things that he would do is that he would basically get someone usually the biggest guy in the audience to punch him in the stomach and he wouldn't fall yeah and that's a something that you can just kind of learn how to do like to tense your abdominal muscles correctly and balance and it right. looks kind of impressive but really it's just It is what it seems like. Uh, But some banter, some mad lad just came up to him. I think when he was leaving, you know, leaving the (laughs) stage. He
0: wasn't tensed?
1: He wasn't prepared at all. He (laughs) just went, Oi,
0: mate!
1: (laughs) 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 And he got, I think he got some
0: kind of rupture, intestinal rupture and died. Yeah, oh, that's just assault. I yeah. thought it was someone hit him too hard during a show. Someone no. just him No, no, no. When he was completely unprepared, they that's yeah slow. So so like, oh, I'll show stuff. you. See <laughs> so if you can like, this one. That would be like truly. That would be like if I fucking like saw you know David Blaine or someone, and I went and drowned him in the sink, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you can hold Oh, him, what's up? You can hold your breath, right? <laughs> Yeah, awful behavior. That's so
1: fucked up. That's
0: crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but man. I guess that's kind you can of learn the all problem. about this. Uh, we're writing the forward to the revised edition of uh, "Learned Pigs and Fireproof Women" by Ricky oh, J. Yeah, I need to.
1: get I still have not read that book. I need to get it.
0: It's out of print. It's hard to find. No, you can find it. I, Is that I, our print? i have i have a copy and it took me years to get it oh right. well, I'll yeah it's hard yours to find you yeah,
1: yeah you've still got a couple it's, of mine it's fucking
0: it's fucking worn to shit but you can well, that's you, fine as long yeah. as i can still read the words it's not oh co- yeah, yeah covered yeah, in yeah, yeah. pizza cheetos
1: um yeah, yeah you just
0: brought my copy though it's uh yeah it's it's but it's hard to find
1: oh i didn't realize it's that. rare
0: Okay, so you would rare. think after
1: he died, they might have tried to reprint it. Actually, I wonder if they did. Yeah, I, I could have sworn I saw it pretty recently on Let's Amazon. See. You
0: know, it's <laughs> I'm like I'm like dead
1: wrong. It's like at airports. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a pretty popular book, so I'd be surprised if it was out of print. Let's see. It's here. not like he gives secrets of his own away. It's not no. those books do go out of print because uh, usually, like Darren Brown's first copy, which I have here of Pure Effect, gives away one trick that basically gives away all of his tricks and then when he got famous this this was a couple of years before he got famous that he made this book so when he
0: got famous he hastily uh tried to cut that bit out yeah i mean it's not horrifically i mean it definitely appears to be out of print because it's it's not fulfilled by amazon there's only other sellers there's 18 people selling it on Amazon what's it going for Uh, 60 bucks for the hardcover 45 bucks for the paperback it's not too rare then
1: no yeah okay well I'll borrow yours yeah. if you don't
0: mind it's mm-hmm. not like he's gonna benefit from me buying it no he won't someone fucking probably got him too they're like, oh, you <laughs> like cards, do you? <laughs> what about well, He does that thing where throat. Yeah. That's the thing where he, he
1: does that thing where he throws them really hard into yeah. watermelon. So maybe someone's been practicing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Really like, oh, Jay, look at this. <laughs> Decapitated, him. some fucking murderer. What a murderous magic fan? Well, unless
1: anything's changed, they, 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 there was no statement about how he died. We assume natural causes
0: or something. He's fucking fat as hell. I mean, not to be fat phobic, but he was <laughs> in poor health. He yeah, He wasn't just like he wasn't He, just agreed, like a, he wasn't, yeah, he wasn't <laughs> just like fat, like he looked like shit. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't
1: particularly old. He was in his seventies, early seventies, I think. Um yeah, so I, that's what i He looks like Ron Jeremy a little bit toward
0: the end there. <laughs> like that bit, kind right. of like everything, like it looks like he's melting.
1: It's kind of puffy a little Yeah, like. he yeah. just looks
0: fucked up. Yeah. Take care of yourself. I mean, if you're if a magician, you're a you really don't need to, do you? But if <laughs> no, I mean, no, I think you need to. Oh, <laughs> I think you, you need to take care of more than ever.
1: <laughs> don't get arthritis, you know. Yeah. If you don't get arthritis, you're
0: probably fine. Do you know, speaking of magicians, I don't know if you got the news. What news? A certain, uh, I don't even know if I want to say the name. I don't know if this is confidential information, but I've heard through the grapevine that a certain magician friend of ours... Mm-hmm. You know him, and I know him. Is going to be getting a chance to meet one Miss Alligan Hannigan, one Mister Oh, Gillette, really? Allison Hannigan, and Gillette. and one Mister Teller. So someone we know is going on fool us. That's correct.
1: Oh, which one is it? Is it MC or SS? Who the fuck? Is,
0: oh no! God, I mean, neither. Uh, well, of here's us. the thing. Well, you know, I thought I thought you. Meant I don't. You know, know what? You I uh, personally, I don't want to say this, but. I guess I'll say... It's not DB, is it? Wait, I don't know who DB is. <laughs> okay, never mind, then. No. Oh, wait. <laughs> was, Does he do know.
1: magic? Oh, <laughs> uh, I was thinking she. Oh, wait. Who the fuck are you talking about? Uh, she's mostly known for her clown act, but... I was <laughs>
0: I was wondering if she might it's do magic. It's not, a not the fucking gong show. You can't just go on and do whatever. I mean, sort of. I've been saying that recently. <laughs> well, I'm saying I'll just say this. They've long since from stopped the, trying to fool anyone. From, yeah, well, no, truly, like, from the clips I've seen, I'm like, I can't believe that any of the three people we just mentioned can go on. Because, you know, they do a little, like, close-up magic or whatever. But I, I didn't realize they were on the Fool Us level but I maybe mean, the Foolest level has lowered a little bit. Uh, somewhat. It's not Matt King. That's all I know. No, <laughs> the <yeah>. Fooler.
1: <laughs> that was awesome. Did he fool them eventually? Because he's been on like five times. Dude, doesn't he have his own show in he Vegas? He does. He's got a very, very like, popular why the show in is Vegas. is he on there? He's been on like all kinds of... He was on America's Got Talent.
0: Also, God. you're an asshole if you can't fool them. He was on you America's Got Talent
1: uh, when I was working on it and they didn't include him.
0: <laughs> he went and auditioned yeah. and, and yeah, did the whole thing big. in front of
1: the du- in front of the judges. He's far from the biggest that turns up on that show.
0: Oh, on America's. dot. yeah. Uh, yeah like of course, they're all yeah. professionals the and um. That's true. But That's yeah.
1: true. no, they didn't use him for some reason. I'm not sure why.
0: Um. Yeah, I, don't I got know. to interview him. He was nice. Yeah, I don't think people really like magic. Who's going on Us? MC.
1: Oh right, so I was right.
0: Yeah. Cool. I was I was hesitating because I was about to say like I didn't think that MC was of fool us caliber. I don't know MC's life. I thought MC was more like a party magician. You never he
1: might have something that he can do that he just uh That's true doesn't tend to do when he's mooching around idle hour I think which is MC, fair enough. I think got-
0: MC works the MC sometimes. I think MC does like one show a year at the uh, Magic Castle. Oh, MC What's the other MC. Yeah. the Magic
1: Castle. We don't need to it
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's known about. Well, I don't know if you know this or not, but in secret, someone on the board of the Magic Castle, NPH, won't say who. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I got uh, I got his deck of cards recently, the Neil Patrick Harris deck. ARG, right? Maybe. I, well, kind of. Yeah, it's actually very disappointing. I did figure it out in the end. It, it's kind of stupid. Oh, but. <laughs>
0: I thought what it was cool. It, what did it
1: lead to? Well, I thought it was cool because you get a deck of cards, and it's a really nice deck of cards. It's one of their nicer ones, uh, the the people you work with, Theory 11. Um, so it's a really nice deck, but it also has a little note from Neil Patrick Harris in it, which gives you some kind of cryptic clues that there's something going on. And there's, like, another card in the deck, which is basically a puzzle card. And it turns out... Well, spoiler alert, but, yeah, it turns out if you... Put the picture card over the message that Neil Patrick Harris has written. Which the message sounds weird; it's like phrased strangely, and you kind of go, "What the fuck?" So when you put that over, you see where the lines are. That's the word that gives you a website, basically, to go onto. And then What's when you the do website? that,
0: it's like a, a mailing list. <laughs> it's a bunch of puzzles. It's like, <laughs> More like puzzles?
1: Yeah, you know, it's like a bunch of internet puzzles, you know. And so it's kind of disappointing. He's doing
0: his own cicada. Yeah,
1: but not you know. Not good. <laughs> they're like brain teasers more than anything else, you know. And
0: <laughs> you go on there, and it's like all this like flash animation and like spooky font. and It's like what gets wet as it dries, <laughs> <laughs> basically.
1: It, it was um, it was disappointing because I really the deck is completely normal otherwise, except for Neil Patrick Harris's message and this other random card that helps you decode that message, but. Yeah, I was disappointed because I spent ages looking at like the back of the ca- the design on the back. Oh, you thought the- there was going to be something. I more? thought it was in the whole deck. I thought you'd have to like arrange the deck in a certain way to uh, figure something no, out. No, that would no. be really awesome, but no, no, no none no, of that. No, just no, no. here's a website. Go on and do some puzzles.
0: What do you think on a scale of one to ten? What do you think Neil Patrick Harris had anything to do with that deck of cards? Did he just <laughs> slap his name on it, or do you think he like over? Do you think he was like? very involved moderately involved or not at all involved probably a little bit how many hours of his life do you think he spent working on that card directly oh i mean three
1: no he would have He like would have
0: three one hour phone calls over he would have gone in a meeting or
1: done a phone call and being like would yeah. it be cool if this happened you know <laughs> he's apparently a big uh, aside from being a magic fan and an immersive theater fan he's also apparently a big puzzle fan too He's well, into like mean, the cryptography. These things all go together. Yeah. yeah. No, I guess there's a bit of an overlap. But does um, <laughs> he also
0: like Disneyland? LA? <laughs> I believe he does. I mean, yeah, of course, he, well, his voice was on California Screaming. Uh, well, I'll be impressed when I find out he's a Thusi.
1: A Costa Thusi? Yeah. No,
0: but I did find out. I don't know someone, why I hit the S in <laughs> I did. Thusi. Fi-
1: I did find out someone who is apparently and it's someone he really wouldn't expect, but they turn up to Thusi meets at Six Flags. Is a famous person? Famous-ish. Yeah.
0: Well-known. Josh Gad. No. <laughs> that wouldn't, uh, give me a, wouldn't don't, be surprising. Don't, don't, don't... You're never going to guess. It's someone, someone you that really I, wouldn't expect. But is it someone I know who they are? You would know who they are, yeah. Give me a ballpark. Like, what's their... What's They're very, a writer. Um,
1: if, I, if I give you the gender, then you'll probably get it quite quickly.
0: No, no, no. Calm down. Don't tell me. A writer of a writer, novels? A writer who's a woman. Okay, hold on. A writer of novels? No. A, ra- a writer of non-fiction? Uh, yeah non-fiction. Do they write about theme parks? No Okay. So not it's, not like a, of... it's not like a theme park journalist No, why would that be surprising? I guess that's true What a surprise um, <laughs> Okay, so they're, they're a female writer But the, is it uh, uh, Lindy
1: West? Sorry, I, I got confused You said writer of non-fiction No, they're a writer of fiction
0: Oh Sorry uh, Oh, uh, Margaret Atwood <laughs> <laughs> she's fucking... <laughs> a screenwriter. A screenwriter. Oh. Um, You're going to get it instantly now. Catherine Bigelow? No. No, okay. She's more of a director than That's true. Um, there's, uh, there's really one. One female screenwriter? The one that's famous enough for you to instantly know. God, I don't think I know a female screenwriter. You, I know female you directors. Do. You do. I uh, you know this one.
1: Oh, <laughs> Diablo Cody? Yeah. <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> Diablo Cody is apparently a big Susie. Like a real th- like a she, real ass she, Yeah, thoo-zie. they say on the like, Reddit, she's, she's got she's Costa turned credits. up to Six Flags like uh, ACE are you events. Sure she was sure she was just there by accident going to Six Flags. No, no, like part of the ACE events where they you know where they ride courses in order, and marathon them. She apparently marathon Tatsu. That's her favorite ride there.
0: That's cool. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, but Cody's got bigger nuts than you. Yeah. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> That's fun. I'm surprised she doesn't put that in any of her movies. Yeah, I thought that I'm would make for sure I... a
1: compelling piece of cinema. I'm sure I've s- not seen all of her movies, but the ones I have seen don't seem to have. Young adult to do with seems it. like a place where it might fit in, isn't there? Isn't, not
0: really. Isn't, isn't there what, something Patton like, Oswald isn't there like a tr- viper? Isn't <laughs> that's how he got? That's how his Take leg got fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> isn't there like some kind of? Well, no, I think I, I might be wrong. Um, wow, that's fun. Yeah. Diablo Cody is a foosie. Yeah, so that's one.
1: Well, anyway, what do you think you're
0: going to age out of coasters? It's fucking, fucking 32. <laughs> but also, Quite possibly. I'm, yeah. I'm getting there. I, I, I'm
1: actually uh, I'm in pain right now. I'm walking around a bit like Joe Perra. Kind of hunched <laughs> over.
0: Because I've got... Um, Big Thuzy, Joe Perra. <laughs>
1: yeah. Because uh, we went to we went there on Monday morning. The kid was out of school for the day. Because, yeah. I not know, apparently they get the day after Halloween off now. Um, and so we went there in the morning. And I went on Batman. And it... Fuck my neck up. And then I stayed on and did it again. <laughs> so I repeated the exact same motions that fucked it up in the first place. And that made it predictably twice as worse. Twice as bad. So, yeah. Now I'm all messed up and I can't go on anything for a while.
0: You know what's kind of interesting about Joe Para? Oh, I shouldn't have said it. Everyone. Dub so whistle. We, I think he might be like... Either he's got a very dedicated group of liars surrounding him, or he's legitimately insane, or both. I don't think it's either. Well, because here's what it is. Allegedly, he's always in character. Like, that to yeah. the point where people are like, no, that's kind of just really how he is. Now, you can see footage of him doing
1: stand-up from before.
0: Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so he found the character at some point. Yeah. But then everyone talks about like like there's people on Reddit who talk about Joe Parra and stuff, and like they're like, oh yeah, I worked on the set. He's just like even when the cameras aren't on, he's like, that's doing pretty. It.
1: That's pretty normal for character work though. Like Ali G, yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen always does. that. He does it,
0: but he also does. He straddles this very weird, almost lazy line where it's like, like imagine if Sasha Baron Cohen. So Sasha Baron Cohen. As soon as he gets in an interview, where they're interviewing him, quote-unquote, out of character. That's pretty recent, though. He never used to do that. Oh, he always was when I was seeing no,
1: it. No, no, no. Back in like the Alley G and early war days, he never did that. Oh, that's pretty I, recent. That's when he started getting into Hollywood and maybe stuff, that's Maybe yeah. I only found him then. I found him insufferable. I found
0: him post Alley G into House. Yeah.
1: No, a uh, while well uh, after that, he started doing them because he started way, acting in other things. Holds up
0: still great movie (laughs) (laughs) yes it does it's It's fucking great no it's not Uh, he's getting jerked off by the old blind guy it's like the stupidest it's yeah it's pretty
1: good whenever whenever Sacha Baron Cohen does something uh fictional you know Mm -hmm. so even G in the house was just like a movie you know it wasn't like Borat the movie for instance which is like a mockumentary uh whenever he does he instantly resorts to like you know dick and cum jokes. Oh, he
0: can't stop himself. Yeah. The Brothers Grimsby? Oh, fuck, did you see is, that? Yes, I did. That is a... Fu- Grim is right.
1: It's miserable. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking bad movie. I don't, I'm fine with dark humor or whatever, but, like, that movie just makes me sad. <laughs> like, the same
0: with, um, you know, movie 43... You know Yo, that, Oh, that's right? an upsetting film.
1: It's the same with the I don't know Grimsby. what it is. I
0: found Brothers Grimsby a lot less upsetting than Movie 43. Movie oh, 43 no. almost like scares me. It's almost like a yeah, horror movie. It sinister. makes me very uncomfortable. Sinister. It's, yeah. a, it's fucking sinister. <laughs> I, I feel the same
1: about the Brothers, brothers uh, Grimsby too. Not <laughs> that's not bad. so but much for me. They're like hiding in a in a horse. An elephant an, an, an elephant, elephant ass, yeah. yeah. That was that's fine. Just disgusting, man. I don't no one needs that. I mean, whatever. That was fine by no, me. No. I Movie, like 43 Freddy, like like a, movie 43 has ha- like a... Movie 43 has... No,
0: see, Freddy Got Fingered is also one that I find... I find Freddie Got Fingered sort of funny just because
1: of how ridiculous it is. Yeah. But then you get the, something like The Brothers Grimsby on a much larger scale with like respectable actors in it. Yeah. And it's like, ugh.
0: I'll just, just say, say this. Do I definitely find both of them more tolerable. Movie 43 has like an undercurrent of malice to it. It really does. It's an unpleasant angry movie well, it, which is odd because isn't it directed by a whole bunch of different people they did segments
1: yeah but really it's um it's well, all Farrelly, Farrelly guy. Yeah. Uh, which one uh, is it Peter or Bobby
0: they're all the same don't no, it's it only one to... of them, though. It's uh, it's oh, not both of them. Oh, God. Yeah, the other one must be The Heart. Yeah. Because, like, something well, about, something the about Mary book? isn't, like, an unpleasant movie. No. I,
1: I thought... That, Me, myself,
0: I, and Irene is kind of unpleasant.
1: Eh, I always thought the family had a pretty good it handle a good sense on of it, yeah.
0: sort of warm, you know? Exactly. So... But Movie 43 is a fucking upsetting film really to rough. watch. It's it, weird.
1: It, I mean, there was a film... This isn't my opinion, but it makes sense. There was a film reviewer at the time who... Was just blown away. He went to see it multiple times because he couldn't believe that it kind of existed. Yeah. Because uh, it's all got stars a ton and, of really yeah. famous people, not even famous people who hadn't been in anything for a while. These are famous people who were, in some cases, at the height of their. Yeah, career like Chris
0: Pratt, Anna Ferris and Hugh fucking, Jackman, uh, Kate Winslet, Halle Berry, Stephen Merchant. Yeah, Halle Berry. Okay, I mean, yeah, Halle Berry Stephen Merchant. They might not
1: have been at the peak of their career. At least
0: Theron, I think, is in it at some point. I, I think, think she shows up. Isn't it? she in the sketch with that like horrific sketch with like this cat that's like fingering? It's like. Fucking its own ass with a hairbrush. Oh god! It's fucking remember. weird. It's a weird. That's
1: really odd. It's but not this, a pleasant um, movie. This film critic suggested he he said he would have put money on there being some kind of blackmail going on. Like there's there, got to be. Yeah. some dirt on it's all sci- these Scientology celebrities. funded yeah. that movie. It's
0: just, it's just something. <laughs> yeah. like there's
1: something, There is no way that, like, Hugh Jackman, at that point in his career, where he's being Oscar nominated for, like, Les Miserables Yeah, stuff, he's getting
0: ready. He's gearing up to do The Music Man on Broadway, and now he's fucking doing Movie Yeah, 43. he's doing a yeah. bit
1: where he's got balls on his chin, and he's dipping them in soup. Yeah. But it's not funny. If... I I would be really appreciative of it if it was a really funny movie and it kind of... No, but it's not. It's
0: not... It's really not funny. It's not funny. It's It's not clever. It's fucking creepy.
1: (laughs) It's odd. (laughs) Richard Gere is in it, too, with that sex robot thing. Do you remember that? Oh, no. Yeah. It's a sex robot that... No, I blacked out for most of it. I... I (laughs) You're like traumatic. Uh, yeah, I was like, what the <laughs> I was
0: like, what the fuck was that? I that saw wasn't it, I real, was it. I saw it? I
1: saw it in the cinema not that long after I came here, and it was fucking bizarre. You're like, this is, this is America. <laughs> ugh, it, was, it was really hard. Yeah, I did not like it at all. Chris Pratt and Anna, um, Anna Ferris.
0: Yeah, and they're going to shit on each other. That was, the, that was like fine, whatever. Uh, ugh. I'm fine with that. There's weird, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like right it was, up there with like Kentucky bad. Fried movie and like. Oh,
1: Naomi Watts and Leif Schreiber are in it. Really? Yeah, they, they have a whole segment to themselves where they're like literally abusing their teenage son. Hilarious. It's fucking gnarly. It's oh,
0: terrible. <laughs> 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 that's <laughs> Naomi Watts. <laughs>
1: She's not like the desperate others. for work. Oh, you know, that's a And Leif Schreiber man. is her husband in real life too, so they both did it. What was Naomi Watts in? Uh, she, plenty of things Mulholland Drive
0: is probably the the ring she was in the ring yeah good, but she's little, also been Oscar nominated of. she might be a winner I'm not sure I was thinking the others but that's I think that's Nicole Kidman the impossible kid,
1: right? nah, Nicole, Naomi Watts is all over the place she's a respectable actress again but somehow they ended up in this fucking thing and then you have like Johnny Knoxville All right, fair enough you know yeah, I expect that's, that that's about where he I should be I expect that but yeah oh horror yeah.
0: genuinely horrible piece of work yeah um, I don't so, know how we got onto that. So Sean Sean, Sean came and saw the hallway. <laughs> speaking of horrible pieces of
1: yeah.
0: work. <laughs> speaking <laughs> of actors. Speaking of how the fuck was someone convinced to <laughs> be in speaking this? Speaking of actors. Uh, uh, no, yeah. he was. He, he had two great reviews. Two great text reviews in, in sequence. Spaced out by about four hours.
1: <laughs> oh, I had to think about it. I had to gather my thoughts. Yeah,
0: so. well, the first one was... <laughs>
1: What, what, what was the first one I said?
0: You said it, I was just the gay crack fox.
1: Oh, yeah, because that's <laughs> fucking true.
0: <laughs> I know. It was funny. I didn't realize
1: it until you said it. And I was like, that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean... I wasn't doing it, the it, crack fox voice. No. The, but he, I kind Hems, of looked Hems, like him. The the, the the camp part. You know, it's like if the, if the crack fox was campy.
0: Um, <laughs> I didn't think I was campy. I thought I was doing like a Woody it Allen. it was like
1: an a kind of... It defeat, was a little of Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um... Again, Hold that, on. That, that was a w- weird
0: have you ever done that done what you said a fet which i, I know it, i know it's actually a feat i think it's a feat but then i said a fet back to you yeah and i don't know why i did that i'm, I think su- it, I'm suggestible it's, favorite, a I, it's, it's a feat like it's 100 percent it's a feat and you even corrected f- yourself afterward
1: yeah because I, that's how i hear it most often but i think it's a french word so it probably should be a fet.
0: but anyway oh fey okay. that's another word you used to love using Ofe. two words yeah you'd see like oh you'd expect it to be Ofe with
1: well yeah I mean I use it when it makes sense to say it <laughs> it's not a common thing I learned it from you familiar I, I guess learned so... it
0: from you Sean <laughs> from watching
1: you yeah, um, yeah but the it, so with this crack fox of yours <laughs> well it's, it's a thylacine yeah crack so thylacine it's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a, technically a feline
0: the marsupial
1: Oh, well, fucking, for all intents and purposes, right? Yeah, you I've got whiskers. painted like a
0: fucking cat. Yeah, painted like yeah.
1: a big cat. That was pretty funny. Uh, you're living in a trash kind of alley. Yeah, um, well, hallway technically, I suppose. Trash, but hallway. even that, so, I was like, okay, well, that, that's sort of fine. But then there's a bit where you know we accidentally, quote unquote, see a picture of a thylacine on yeah. the fridge and you yeah. go oh and i was half expecting you to say oh that's for my uh, that's for my night night time
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what i don't think you're the first person to uh to to make that to think that was going to be the joke that was not where i was going at all no because then you say oh that, that was that's me when a I was really much old younger. picture yeah, of me yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but no because every because people laugh a lot when I just say I didn't mean for you to see that, mm-hmm. and I think that's where they think the joke's going because they've seen the crack fox and they're like, <laughs> they're oh, like oh. "Oh, I love the hits." <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the,
1: one of the greatest hits here. <laughs> it's a little sleepy
0: time video. Yeah, that's dude. <laughs> no one has ever done the crack fox more than you. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck you. No, even <laughs> Julie like,
1: uh, Give it to him. He owns no, it no,
0: no one has ever done the crack fox more than. Uh, what is it? Stellan Starsga- Skarsgard? Alexander Skarsgard? Oh, it? That fucking guy yeah. is the crack fox. It's Bill Bill Skarsgård Bill Skarsgård yeah. He's literally sitting in the on his In the fucking be like, In the oh, sewer oh, yeah. oh, But ben then he goes Oh I'm gonna go yeah, yeah. yeah he literally He literally does <laughs> like, I'm gonna hurt you real bad yeah. <laughs> It's fucking the crack fox To a T well, I wouldn't, But then he's just drooling <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily Have made
1: the connection Between seeing your thalassine And the crack fox I might have thought it to myself Oh it's a bit like the crack fox Yeah But the fact is You go on about the crack fox All the time So I know it's fresh in your mind <laughs>
0: I'm obsessed i obsessed with the crack fox
1: you mentioned it a lot on this po- very podcast, even. And so then when I see that, I'm like, but well, there is no way he doesn't see the similar I like. I didn't
0: think about it until you said it. I really didn't. Oh, come off. I it. swear to God. Really? I swear to God. I did not think about it at all. It's quite uh, similar. I was trying to do like an Artful Dodger type of character. <laughs> it didn't really come off. Eh, that means you were wearing a, a, was,
1: a duster coat. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah. I had a top hat at one point, but it kept knocking my ears off my head. So I just fucking <laughs> just Should have put the ears up. on top of the top hat. Well, I, I thought about that too, yeah. but then I kind of liked the ears, and I didn't want. I wanted. To, I was doing a lot of work with like taking the top hat off, uh-huh. and I didn't want to take my ears oh, off with yeah, that the hat. Work,
1: yeah, although it could have been cute. See the logistical difficulties of putting these together. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you know. That that was definitely like the first thing that came to my mind mm-hmm. at that point. <laughs> this is like almost midway through the show. <laughs> this is the first thing he noticed. He was like, "Oh, crack fox in here." <laughs> oh no! I mean, you know, the ventriloquist dummy, um the powerful Ian Michaels, the powerful Ian Michaels. There. I mean, that was that was good. Yeah. I like that.
0: He's good. He's good physically in that. I I caught a few yeah. glimpses of him through the tarp. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, no, he's pretty uh, good. Like, he yeah, didn't blink. Yeah, didn't blink. Um. Uh, how much of it did you write, and how much of it well i mean there were some bits which i was like oh fucking shut up max like
0: long bits where i'm like max wrote all of this but yeah so the rest of
1: it like how much
0: um i wrote the entire first scene that's all completely done by me yeah you just got the old wolseley custom script and crossed (laughs) crossed out a few things I was
1: about to say like obviously the show is finished now, but you know if you're worried going like oh I really like the Policy Institute and he's been away for a while and oh he's probably you know he's probably grown he's up James a lot. J- <laughs> <Nope>. Don't worry, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're picking up right where we left off. Yeah. <laughs> Some might call this a remount. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's almost like yeah, it's, it's like Caliban when, is a Chinese girl now,
1: but other than that. <laughs> When someone uh, remakes their own thing, you know, yeah. and they do it slightly differently. Yeah, it's, it, it was it was very Walsley-esque.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, so the first scene was all me. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were great, by the way. Those custom clerks. Yeah. Darian Stranix and Cameron Blackman. Which one's the, the, the guy? I thought the guy Cameron. was really good. That's Cameron? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. He's awesome. He
1: was really good. Very good facial expressions. Yeah. Good. Great timing, too. Mm-hmm. They nailed the timing on that Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, that
0: was really uh, good. Ian, that was pretty much all him. Oh, really? That was pretty much all him. I, I, he like missed a rehearsal, and I didn't know what was going on. He I, clearly
1: did a bit of research on those ventriloquist acts, though, because the kind of jokes he was selling. Well, were so those jokes were volatility. shaped,
0: okay, a little bit. the The only thing I did for that was I kind of, I shaped the structure of the scene. All the words were his. But, like, I told him to, like, because he was going to do just jokes, and then I was like, didn't you write a song? And he was like, oh, yeah, I didn't know if you wanted to use it. Yeah. And so I told him to play the song and stop and tell jokes in between it. Yeah. And I told him to tell the story through the jokes. Like, I made him custom write jokes so that he could tell the story of his character through the jokes. Because mm-hmm. his were just very random. Like, uh, it would be like, punch I'm not Pinocchio, but I've met i i'm his cousin pistachio when i lie my yeah, nuts yeah. grow mm. and i'm like okay well that doesn't really have <laughs> much to do with that. No, you, did, you did have a long uh you
1: know kind of doorknob knob joke going on there yeah, which, which was, i liked so i thought i was like oh yeah that is what a haunted dummy would do yeah yeah, yeah, know? yeah
0: it was good um he yeah but he he started as like it was a very andrew dice clay puppet i had to blue Beg him to soften it, and that's where I it got down to. (laughs) Ian, this is too radical. I, dude, I couldn't fucking control him in rehearsals. I was apparently so. David told me after the fact he was like that. He had to call Ian personally and be like, "Ian, Max has got a lot on his mind right now. If you keep telling these dirty jokes." He's going to kill himself. <laughs> just, <laughs> just please. Well, yeah, tone there's, down there's, the jokes. <laughs> there's
1: there's no space for that in Walsley. There's no know. space
0: for that in Walsley. But then again, there is a
1: long bit later, which I'm sure you wrote because it sounds exactly like the kind of thing you would write. Right, and it, it's a woman talking about shit a lot.
0: No, <laughs> so that was that was co-written. Really? Uh yeah. So okay, okay. Well, so, well, well, well Let's yeah. start.
1: Let's start at the beginning. We're talking about all. Hallways Eve, a Halloween Hallway experience?
0: Yeah, I think we've Established that, I hope Okay, I'm just making <laughs> sure I get the title right
1: So, uh, I, I was meant to see it a lot earlier And I would have gone twice At <laughs> least well, uh, maybe, yeah, twice, twice, is, twice is enough um, yes, I'd say once, But even. I only managed to go once uh, Right, the penultimate night Friday yes. night and uh, do you want another one of these before we get stuck in? Or do you want a uh, fruit lens? I want a fruit lens. I okay. don't like
0: those that much. Do you want one they're, right they're
1: there? They're pretty soapy. No, I'm I'm good for now. I've still got half of this ones? left. Uh, I'll, I'll get one later. I've still okay. got half of this left. Actually, yeah, bring one out. Okay. Bring one out. <laughs> so we're ready to go. Yeah. Thank you, sir.
0: <clears throat> yeah, those are a little Gross. That's soapy. That's yeah. why it's tyrannicide. They're fucking poison.
1: Oh, we're tyrants, so it's, yeah. it's getting us. <laughs> yeah. One of us will drop dead, and that will tell you yeah. who the tyrant in the room is. All and right. since you've just directed the show, uh, I would imagine you're probably the most tyrannical among us right now.
0: I don't give no. any orders to anyone. Let me tell you something, brother. I fucking I should have been more tyrannical.
1: Well, uh, Perhaps you know, but no, actually, I, no. I, I, I think it went. Better my as cast well was to very, expected. very. Yeah. My
0: cast was very supportive and very cooperative. Type of cast where you don't really have to tell them what to do; they just go and do it. Like you can turn your back. Victoria, the girl who plays Abraxas Zatari, yes, in particular, she's very. She's like the best person you can work with in a cast because she'll just vanish for like an hour mm-hmm. I'm like where the fuck is victoria and then you go find her and she's just doing exactly what she should be doing she's like doing her makeup she's doing her hair <laughs> she's like setting up her scene no, that's good I'm like thank god well, for it people like you when we
1: went in it wasn't uh it wasn't an actress called Vi- victoria playing her it was uh shannon garland and she was calling herself the queen <laughs> I don't know if that was supposed to happen, but the Queen doesn't I talk. they were interchangeable. The Queen enough. doesn't talk. The Queen absolutely did talk. Are you kidding? When me? she talked, all the- she was fucking. You couldn't shut her up.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, the Queen in the walls in the
1: Wolseley Institute.
0: Yeah, yeah, she chatted. Not in
1: betwixt. Did you I think she chatted? She rarely talked. Well, it was certainly in the one She talked, but it was very...
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but it yeah, was very off-topic. She would just be, like, wandering around. No, and, sure.
1: Yeah, I, I think it was the concept of being brought in to Neil before... That is true. Know, that was similar-ish. Playing
0: yeah. the hits, boys. Playing, Playing the, the hits. Here, yeah.
1: All right, so, well, let's do a little first. So, you go through... Uh, well, first of all, we arrived. Penultimate day. It uh, seemed like, you, you know, you were talking about how it was a, a tough sell at first, and you weren't getting as many people in as you'd want. Mm-hmm. By the end, it seemed like you were getting plenty.
0: Uh the last weekend was good. Yeah. The last weekend was
1: good. We had a, a, we saw plenty of walk-ups um when we turned up. I won't
0: say how much but the show did turn a profit good. ultimately. I'm very glad to hear that. Yes. Um so we... I was I was worried cuz you I don't know if this is okay to say but you uh you Venmo, you know at the door it's Venmo so I see all the door sales as they pop up on my phone which yeah. is always exciting. Uh, and you had Venmoed me a hundred dollars and I was like, is yeah. Sean leaving me a huge tip? Nope. But then I saw you came in <laughs> with three other people. Yeah. We brought in, <laughs> uh, that curious. Was,
1: yeah, that was unusual. We, we parked up there and we're walking up and we saw Warren, Biddy and, uh, and his son. Yeah. Um, who, oh, I forget his name. I feel bad. Mm. Uh, but it's him and his son and Biddy. And uh, you know, kinda of stopped chatting to them and they apparently had tried to go in but they didn't ha they don't have Venmo and they didn't have cash. So I'm not quite sure how they expected to Oh I get, they, to well in, but, to be fair,
0: if you go to ZJU they have a square thing.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably what they were after. Yeah. But
0: so they they had just given up and we were walking
1: away and we said, No, we'll bring <laughs> that <laughs> up. <Yeah>. Oh man <laughs> So we brought them back and uh yeah True. we went in with them. So we we got there and we're greeted by uh James Ferrero.
0: It was oh, nice yes. to see him again. Yeah, it's been a I haven't a while. seen
1: him for a couple of years due to you know, everything.
0: Yeah. But Dude, that guy fucking that guy's an awesome door guy. He fucking oh, yeah. he was in car- he was Walsley already. Oh yeah. He's he had had like, he watch and watch and and so here we go. Yeah. And he
1: <laughs> and he hands us a uh, printed out, you know, kind of uh prologue, I suppose. Like a, yeah, a little
0: onboarding info. Yeah, a little
1: bit of onboarding. We which... were gonna do
0: we were gonna do uh what's it called? We had we had much grander plans for the onboarding but it all it all came up much too I quickly. I think when you're dealing with walk-ins to walk-ups. Yeah.
1: You know, it's kind of hard to do that much onboarding I would imagine. Well, we were going
0: to have a video like a Disneyland ride. Oh god, no. Okay. It would have been cool, trust me. Oh, eh, well, maybe, but would have been it would have been way too much but it would have been cool. And like <laughs> seeing how much money I'm like, I'm glad we didn't do that. I'm, yeah. It sounds like a massive pain in the ass an extra like 20 minutes of setup every night.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The throughput would be mm-hmm. severely harmed by that. I yeah. Um, no, it was good the way it worked. So yeah, we waited, waited for a little bit and uh, then we get sent in. You had a fun little signaling system for the door guy to let yeah, people in with the light. Fun. That was very nice when we did it we used walkie talkies which is mm-hmm. far less
0: Wolseley-ish. Yeah, not very not very Wolseley. yeah it's so yeah, having a little to, lamp come on in the yeah, window yeah what he's talking about perfect. is there's a there's a desk lamp sitting in the window and uh and it clicks on when you're allowed to go in yes so that's fun
1: yeah yeah no it was fun it so was then, originally
0: was going to change color yeah yeah but who cares yeah. yeah exactly
1: um so then we go in and you're greeted by two I mean, customs close, right? I mean, they're, they're oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't want to use the same exact title that you uh, that you used in Walsley, but they basically they are literally customs clerks. They decide if you can get in or
0: not. Yeah, they're asking for sort of papers and yeah. proof of yeah. Very different vibe from the other ones, though. Almost a, a opposite little. vibe. They're not scrutinizing They're not sinister, though. And they're not they're not uh they're not combative. Yeah, that's what I mean. They're yeah. like, yeah, they're they're pretty friendly. Yeah, oh, they're very friendly. Off kilter. Oh, they're wacky. Uh, it's certainly
1: wacky, yeah. Some, yeah. So Which, what happens? Well, you know, that's fun. I, I fucked if I remember everything they said. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, they ask you a bunch of, uh, a bunch yeah. of questions. They,
0: well, actually, they don't. They don't ask you any questions. Oh, they
1: ask you to provide proof of They're just stuff. asking
0: you for paperwork. That's, paperwork the, that's the, the twist of this you're one. are supposed to just, have filled yeah, out. They're just asking you for your forms.
1: Right. But they, they give a long list of what is included within that form, including like a rec- red, written recommendation... From someone who hates you, or something like it that. It was
0: uh, a personal statement of intent from the last person who was it uh, a uh, statement of intent from the last person who wronged you on a personal th- th- level. Okay, yeah. Uh,
1: and uh, the uh, running total of cats that you've seen in your lifetime. Fucking there he is, <laughs> Professor Wolseley's back. <laughs> yeah, uh, if, if you're wondering why that's funniest, because that was one of the yeah. questions the customs clerks asked in. Um, Betwixt. In the Wesley Institute, yeah, in oh. Betwixt.
0: And then, um, what else was there? There was also, uh, yeah, the, the IDs were like, uh, a notarized note from a, a notarized statement from a medical professional stating that you were in fact born at some point, right? things like that. Yeah. Know? Whimsy. Your complete, your complete medical history, prenatal and postmortem. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Whimsy. I, I'll give it to them though. Uh, again, especially the guy Cameron. Yeah. Um, didn't stutter at all or stumble nope. over any of those. And that's complete. That, there's a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, alliteration and stuff mm-hmm. in there, which uh, I could imagine. It's not I would easy dialogue. With. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's, it's difficult, but they were very good. Uh, they're awesome. And they're not just good. They're good at the timing. They're good at like the. Yeah. Well, like, also, some, like finding where to hit the desk and be yeah. like, do you know how to poison exactly. a thylacine? Right. Things like right, that. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I didn't know how much of it was just me looking in the right place at the right time, but it seemed like it was kind of intentional, you know, where sometimes she would say
0: something you look back at the guy and he's just kind of, like, grinning. Yeah, yeah, that was very intentional. That worked very well, yeah. Yeah, that was actually them that added that in. They found that I had repeated myself in the script, Mm -hmm. so they, like, there were too many things of being like, don't you agree? And then they would keep talking, so they added in those pauses. Yeah, they were really good. Those comedic pauses, yeah. Yeah,
1: that was great.
0: Um, um, and then um, and then we found out they both knew how to tap dance, so we put that in, too. I was wondering too. about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was like, do they have tap dancing? Because it was good tap dancing. like yeah. in, the, in the sense that you could
0: hear it properly and it made a natural rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, I actually wondered. I was like, is this
1: fucking mess? Know how to direct tap dancing?
0: No. No. Um, uh, Darian knows how to tap. And I knew that already because she did it in Cabaret Macabre. Oh, she uh, was in that? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Cameron mentioned that he knew how to tap. And then they were kind of, like, fuck around tap dancing. Because Cameron, we were going to have him juggling. Cameron knows how to juggle, too. Oh, wow. So, like, we were just, like, finding little things to put in there. Yeah. And um, when I found out they both knew how to tap, Darian choreographed a tap routine, like, a little 10-second tap routine for them. It was good. And then we... And then they they came up with the line... This is, this is the writer at work right here. Mm. They came up with the line... Uh, you know, in, as a consolation prize, please feel free to enjoy this fabulous display of tap dancing. And I said no. Fabulous display of tapestry. Very Classic. <laughs> <laughs> so we're seeing now how Max really shaped it into the show. Yeah.
1: <laughs> making tiny adjustments. No, 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 no. That was that was that was very good. I like that onboarding, and um, then... my, it's
0: my favorite scene in the show. Probably. Well, yeah, it's up there with another one, but the other one no one likes but me. From what <laughs> I've heard. no one i think i think i have an idea what it might be but we'll get to that
1: um so anyway the idea of this is that you're being asked to provide all these forms and Mm -hmm. stuff and they kind of don't waver in that but then very definitively at the end they say you've been rejected yeah from entering presumably the 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 main hallway or the good hallway
0: yeah just from entering the all hallways festivities
1: right so instead you're relegated to the uh trash hallway yeah and that's where you spend the rest of your evening Yeah, the sub hallway the sub hallway yeah. Okay. So you get the idea that you're going into a hallway which is somehow mm-hmm. inferior to shit. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> to shit, what, it's a to, shit hallway to what you've
0: paid for. Exactly. <laughs> well, we originally were going to have them kick you out into the back cuz to the behind them is a door that leads to a parking lot in the back of the theater. Oh, okay. We're going to have them kick you outside. But well, we didn't want to break the hallway that soon. Yeah. It felt it felt like it would be lazy cuz we weren't going to be able to create a whole fucking hallway outside so it would be like you'd see sky and that would just kill the world
1: Yeah, and then I we agree. didn't
0: want and then we didn't want to deal with like inclement weather and things I like mean, that like but well, like yeah, wind even like it's so like because say we make it out of tarp now right, everyone's right. yelling over tarp back there
1: oh I thought so you were planning on building a little extra maze out there yeah oh okay I was thinking you might just kit them out and then have them be brought back in to the, the rubbish hallway
0: we had a few things we had um we had, our first idea was we are going to have just a chalk walkway on the ground, okay. and we were going to say it's a hallway, not a wallway. Um,
1: yeah, a lot of hallway whimsy in this.
0: <laughs> oh, dude, we love our just, hallways. Just uh, what can we do
1: with this word? <laughs> oh, the final the scene. The banal word. The final scene is the
0: apotheosis of that. <laughs> and well, and uh, a character right at the very end as well. That's what I'm talking about. At the very end, I said the final scene.
1: Oh, I thought you said thylacine.
0: Oh, no, the final scene. Yeah, right, okay. (laughs) See, thylacine, final scene. Mm. See,
1: banter. This is banter. This is good. Um, So, yeah, you're. Anyway, so that didn't happen. What does happen is you just get pushed straight into the trash Trash. hallway, which gives the impression to, to immersive fans that there might be two tracks, I think. And I'm there sure are. some of them were annoyed. There are
0: come back and <laughs> <laughs> maybe you'll get lucky this time. Give me another twenty dollars. You know some of them would prepare. The
1: they would take absolute, note of all yeah. the requirements that those customs clerks talk about, yeah. and would come up with a dossier, hand it to them, and then they would still be thrown into the, the trash. Absolute, the absolute,
0: <laughs> the absolute least interactive show I've ever made.
1: <laughs> yeah, of really those shows are ever interactive,
0: uh, really. Uh, the, tourist, the ARG, the but, said but, you a bit more. but you can't do anything in it though. Like. You can't change anything in it. No, no. Yeah. But Twix but certainly had more interaction with... Like
1: you can talk characters. back and stuff. Yeah, they would ask yeah, you questions true. and you yeah. would actually talk back. But also you're doing it in a group now.
0: Yeah, exactly. So yeah, less less potential nice. for just i sitting here fielding all your questions. There's yeah. interaction <laughs> in the trash hallway. Trash hallway is the most interactive part because you can talk to the, the characters in there and they'll actually respond. Okay, that was so, the loosest part. All
1: right. Well, actually, that, that brings me to a question that I have. Uh, we'll probably come to that later. Yeah. But you're making it sound like the trash hallway is somehow distinct from the second half of the show. Because I thought we were meant to be in the trash hallway up until the end. No. Oh, okay. So, I explained yeah. that. See, you maybe I missed, missed that. It. Perhaps I missed that. Oh, yeah. I've, I've always had a thing um, which I don't know if I would say it was a crazy that's kind of a fun.
0: That's a fun theory, though. I mean, that's, that could be canon. I,
1: I, honestly, I, I must have just missed the point where we transitioned into the quote-unquote proper hallway. Oh. Um but that's something i've always I, I don't know if it's a criticism of your show necessarily but certainly when i've done other shows or done my own i try to stay as much as i like writing florid you know sort of blocks of uh-huh. monologue and stuff like that it's difficult as an audience member to internalize a lot of it because yeah. you're distracted not only by you know the sensory stimuli from the show itself like oh well that lights there or you know this character smells kind of weird or it's yeah. very hot in here like your room was incredibly hot so I'm, oh i know yeah, yeah i'm surprised you managed to stay in there all night yeah. um so so you're distracted by stuff like that but also when you're in a group you're distracted by other members of your group too yeah you're trying you're worried if you're standing in their way or something mm. like that you know so i think somewhere along the way some bits of dialogue may have been lost on oh me. i'm sure.
0: Yeah. But – so including that one. I, I thought we were rejected. I also, do it, so. I also do it a little bit differently every show. I might have missed some key points. You, know, <laughs> you just forgot I to drop that, yeah. that
2: important line. <laughs> well, like, it's, I think okay. I always
0: say it, but sometimes I emphasize it more than others because sometimes I do a little shtick. I see. Yeah. yeah. I definitely don't remember that. But, okay, so
1: going back to where we were, you're rejected by the customer's clerks and you go into the trash hallway. Yeah.
0: Where your thing you see
1: instantly greeted with uh, by a, uh, a ventriloquist. Dummy. Could
0: you tell off the bat that's what he was supposed to be?
1: Yeah. Okay. Good. That's yeah.
0: good. Because he read right away. Yeah. Yeah,
1: he's kind of elevated. I mean, he's got the makeup. Obviously, you could yeah. tell in the heat that the makeup was kind of
0: smearing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of Both of us but, back there. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, I believe it. But no, it was pretty clear. And by the way, he was acting. Mm-hmm. Was, you know. If he didn't get it straight away, you'd yeah. get it by the time he scouts yeah. He's got his little tux yeah. on and his bow tie. And, yeah. yeah. And he oddly looked small. too. I mean, he's not, yeah. a, not particularly a tall guy anyway. He's wearing though. an oversized uh, suit. Yeah, that must mm. be it. Yeah. No, it was good. And uh, he just sort of talks to you like a ventriloquist dummy, mate, kind of listlessly. Yeah. sort of reels off a few jokes. He's got like a little cigarette, I think. Yeah. A little wooden cigarette that he yeah. keeps. Well, I assume it's meant to be wood. Yeah. Um, And he plays a song at some point. He's just sort of, I, I can't remember if he imparts any wisdom particularly, except for the fact that we're all in the trash hallway now. Well, he was abandoned by his um owner. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, give, yeah, give some more. I only saw this once, so I'm not going to remember he,
0: he talks about, so he comes out and he sings his song, and then he talks about how he had a partner who was on heroin that left him in a hallway. That's right. Uh, and, and he then, does an impression of, and his, that yeah, and that he's yeah. trying to um, he's trying to perform himself, but he's uh, terminally lonely because he lives in the trash.
1: Typical Walsley character, rather yeah,
0: always. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> and I didn't even come up with him. Oh, really? It wasn't even your idea? No. To have a dummy No. I thought it might have been your idea, no. and then he kind of All filled in the blanks. The
0: only thing I came oh, up with was the okay. structure of the scene, and made him stop talking about people sucking his peg, yeah. and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> I made Stucky a lot more likable, <laughs>
1: I'll say that. I do like that his name was Stucky, which, you know, instantly to me brings to mind Slappy
0: from the uh, yes. Goosebumps I books. think that's what, I think that was, I can't imagine that was an accident. <laughs> Fair enough. I didn't name Stucky. I had almost that is the scene that I had the absolute least to do with, and it's the most popular one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting here just as a thylacine with a fucking shotgun barrel in my mouth, putting my big toe on the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean I can see why that be, would appeal it's banter to It's and memes. It's
1: banter and memes. I mean it's good too. It it's good It is actually good. I, yeah.
0: I I was very um happy with how it turned yeah. out even though Ian was making me crazy during rehearsals. He, I absolutely believe He that. very much pulled it out. Right. So,
1: okay. Well, there you go.
0: Yeah. Um and then at some point while the dummy's still talking,
1: mm, what I later found out was Max uh grabbed my ass. Yeah <laughs> It was whoopsie He grabbed yeah. my ass through a, yeah. through the tarp That's yeah. dividing yeah. The, the two areas Yeah Um. So yeah I'm watching this dummy And then I hear a, a kind of growl And then mm-hmm. my ass gets grabbed Yeah And at first I'm like oh hello you Yeah Who's this Yeah uh, Expecting it to be you know some exciting new actor But no it's just Max He pops around dressed like a yeah. cat mm-hmm. I'm like oh god <laughs> <laughs> growling at everybody. Here's the thylacine because yeah. you'd already revealed yeah. on this podcast yeah. that
0: that's what you were. Here so I was is. Like, oh, God, here we go. He's it's just- a cool costume, by the way. I'll say. <laughs> I think yeah. so. No, it did look good. Because I did a vi- I did a fun thing of instead of just like getting a full cat costume, mm. I made it like human clothes that represent the cat, much like the Crack Fox did. Yeah, um, yes, much like the Crack <laughs> Fox did. I put I put gorilla tape stripes on the back of my coat. I did see that. Well, you yeah. show that off at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, did you have a tail? I can't remember.
0: Mm-hmm. You had a tail. It was sticking out from, but it's That's hard right. to see because it's a, it's a long coat.
1: Yeah, and no, I feel like I, I feel like I do remember that. I was yeah. Like, oh, look, you put in, yeah.
0: You know, um, Tibor asked me why I didn't get cat eye contacts. Oh, God, no. To which I answered, I can't see in cat eye contacts unless they're a prescription. And, and also, I'm you value buy your vision. You don't want to
1: wear those for yeah eight
0: hours. No, I'm not buying six cat six eye hours, contacts. Whatever. No. Yeah,
1: no. In that heat, too, you, you, your eyes would be so irritated It would be yeah. the pink eye saga all over again.
0: Yep. No. Yeah, oh, God! Every time I do a show, something fucks up with my eyes. You got some horrible <laughs> contagious It's like masturbation. <laughs> it's gonna make me go blind.
1: Um.
0: Yeah. So then there's the, What's thylacine-, the thylacine story. <sighs> yeah, not much. The thylacine. I'll say this: the thylacine wound up being a real afterthought because I was so busy <laughs> doing everyone else's scenes. Like literally mm-hmm. night of, I was like, I wonder what the thylacine doing. Yeah, I knew. I knew a few things going in. I knew that he thought he was famous when he's not. Mm. I knew that he lives in the trash. And I knew that he was getting something. I knew that he was just supposed to kind of guide you between Stucky's scene and yeah. Abraxas Atari's
1: well, scene. Well, the third scene, it comes up and it picks up the, the way of transitioning. Because you're both in the same room.
0: Yeah. But you have two pretty distinct
1: scenes. Yeah. So you pick him up, mm-hmm. Ian. You pick up the uh, the mm-hmm. dummy and kind of toss him in a corner. Yeah. Um, which is quite cool. And then he yeah. is he supposed to keep talking after he does that?
0: Yeah, I, okay, I, I, I told him we. I told him he could. <laughs> okay, I, thought, right. I thought it would be fun because I wanted to hiss at him. Yes, and you do, and it's funny. Yeah, and it's good. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, so you got that. Yeah, uh, the you asked for a gift of some kind or an offering.
0: When I get there, like first thing I say, I think I'm trying to scam people. I'm trying to do like a street scam. That's right. Yeah. But a very bad one, which is I ask if anyone's seen my watch and then I describe a very expensive watch and then I say very quickly, like, do you happen to have seen anything like that and or have anything on your person of equal or greater value you would give me for it? Right. Um, yeah. And then no one does it. And I always say, oh, well, okay, well, why don't you step into my office? And, And then I... Guide them in, and then I move the dividing curtain that divides the hallway. That's right, yeah. And then I turn on a light that illuminates the picture on the wall of a real thylacine, Mm -hmm. and then I start talking about how I'm famous. Uh, It got funnier the later it went, because I got, uh, like, I would, you know, it just depends on the energy the audience is giving you. Sure. But, like, I someone kind of remembered me once and i was like so you do remember me you do remember me and then i would like literally like badger them into saying they remembered me and then as soon as it did, i'd be like all right calm down this is why i came out here to get away from the fame so you know good stuff like it's that. basically an extension of you
1: that's, that's yeah. kind of, <laughs> i feel like that's the kind of joke you would pull in real life yeah hitting on some girl in yeah. <laughs> all right calm down
0: yes i am did did i do the card trick Walsley when you came day. through? You did, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, great trick. You know who I took that from? Verbatim, not my joke at all. That's Groucho Marx.
1: Yeah, no, uh, I believe
0: that. Yeah, that's in duck soup.
1: Yes. Yeah. No. Um. I. I. I can't remember what it is. You get them to pick a card, and then you say. I.
0: I get them to pick a card, and I do absolutely nothing yeah. until they eventually ask, like, "What do I do with it?" And I say, "Oh, you can keep it. I have fifty-one more." Yeah. Sing. Hilarious. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I'm sure after everyone's finished rolling in the aisles, they they get back up. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, rolling in the trash hallway. The uh,
0: they it's get the back only, to their feet uh, The one thing I like about the Thylacine, it's the only scene that has no pathos, uh, no attempt at pathos. Yeah, not really, yeah, I guess. No. Even Stucky has a little bit of pathos. He's got a bit of pathos to him, yeah. Not the, not the thylacine. Not the thylacine. He's delusional. <laughs> delusional and a little bit
1: yeah, a bit annoying. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I was all over Rachel in that scene. Yes, I yeah. always pick someone that I bother throughout the scene. Like I, keep, <laughs> I nudge them and stuff.
1: Yeah, well, yeah she gave you a, a, a bottle of Windex or something, I think. yeah. When you me. that was you, my gift yeah. that I
0: should give Abraxas Atari, right? Yeah, Abraxas Atari is really who the whole show is about to me. She's <laughs> she's my favorite. Oh, no yeah, one else cares, yeah. <laughs> but Abraxas Atari is by far the most interesting character to me. And that's so that's uh, Victoria. That's the next in person the next you go. Room. That's the, yeah. it's also my favorite room. Design-wise, it looked great. It's yeah, bright blue. It was very it's cool. crazy. Cool. That's what I wanted the customs clerk scene to look like in in Betwix. I wanted right. it to be that blue, but it's hard to light up a huge space that that blue. But With I love balls. Yeah, in yeah. It's just I drills. I like yeah. how fucking blue that room is. Yeah, no, it's yeah. very good. And it's the only scene in the show that isn't really dim. It's really really bright, which it, is why I got a lot of complaints that it hurt people's eyes. Oh, I know, I
1: know. No, what hurt my eyes actually was in your room. Yeah, I know. I had to find a good...
0: I should have hung it up higher and cast it down.
1: Yeah, or you should have stood in front of it less. Um... Yeah, because there was a a bright light right behind you Mm -hmm. uh, that kind of backlit you. But Mm -hmm. it was incredibly bright in the eyes. It was like green or
0: yellowish. Um, Oh, see, I thought standing in front of it would help. I thought it was blocking it from getting in your guys' eyes and just giving myself a little silhouette. Well, no,
1: because you're not that big and you're moving all the time like a thylacine (laughs) might. Yeah,
0: I I actually (laughs) – I'm like Andy Circus. I study thylacine (laughs) movement. All right, hold on. So the thylacine comes in. He tells you to pick something. Most people pick the elephant. Or the hourglass.
1: I know. I was annoyed that Rachel picked the window. So I was like, yeah. oh,
0: come on. Oh, well, I have a great line list. if you pick the elephant. With the hourglass, I just look it up. I go, oh, this is a clock, right? What time is it according to this thing? Not that great. Right. But the elephant, every time someone says, give them the elephant, which is just about seven times out of ten, hmm. I I go, the what? And they go, the elephant. And I go, point to it. <laughs> and they point to the elephant. And they go, I go, is that what you call that thing? And I say, I only know famous animals like the thylacine. And then I would take it out. That's pretty good. It's a so good bit.
1: You're channeling. You're, you're kind of channeling uh, a character that you've done a few times before. It's a little bit Snake Eyes ish. He's very Snake
0: Eyes. Yeah. Snake Eyes. From... I play two characters. <laughs> <laughs> I play a happy idiot, or I guess that's it. I kind of only play a happy idiot. No,
1: no. You do. You do your your kind of creep, creepy, brooding. Oh yeah, I'll do that or the stranger.
0: Yeah, it's the either stranger, Snake Eyes yeah. or the stranger. <laughs> One or the other. All right, I'll be right back. I got to piss.
1: Okay, we'll take we'll a test break. About Abraxas
0: Atari. Yeah, and
1: now we're on to Act Two of uh, All Hallways Eve, a Halloween hallway act experience. Two. Act Two of Two. <laughs> All right, Max has picked up uh, one of my one of my
0: fancy ideas. Well, I already had Tyrannicide. I might as well go for Los, Revolucionari- Los, Los Revolucionarios. Yeah, man, it's got a, a picture of three.
1: Well, you would imagine Revolutionary. our revolutionaries on the front looking kind of glum. Uh, it's 8.5, percent so that's what he may well be uh, steaming by the end of this. By the end of this recap here, I've taken up a tradition of stocking, stopping by
0: Taco Bell when I leave your place. So. Oh yeah, oh, that's smart. Yeah, soak up some of the excess. Oh yeah, get those uh, value boxes. It's like 6.99. You get like three items. It's awesome. <laughs> and a drink but you know by the end of this recap you're gonna
1: be fucking slurring slagging off every other cast member and being like the thylacine was the fucking star (laughs)
0: look who the real guy was (laughs) was
1: the thylacine was the star of the show but they're all going on about the fucking dummy
0: (laughs) that does piss me off (laughs) I'll say that sober (laughs) he's gonna be
1: doing it in a British accent too for some reason
0: (laughs) the fucking dummy the fucking dummy all right, so all right. I take I give you uh, this is the most interactive part of the show. All I right, make you so, pick some shit off we, a shelf. Okay, so we're still with the thylacine. Yeah, I make right you now. pick. Yeah, the thylacine makes you pick some bullshit off a shelf, sticks it in your hand, and then goes. All right, and so this is where what I'm surprised you didn't hear, or I must not have done this amount of shtick with it. There's two things I'll do. Sometimes if I'm short on time, I'll just say, "Well, first of all, I often." Exp- It got a lot smoother the further on. Usually the last night is always the best in terms of I'm like, oh, I figured out the scene. Yeah, that's
1: normal. And then it ends. Uh,
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I figured it out. Yeah. Yeah, because now when I get in there, I'm like, oh, how would you guys get in here? Did you get rejected or something? And I was like, oh, it happens to the best of us. I mean, never to me, but I've read about it. And then I say... Uh, I'm actually from the main hallway. Mm-hmm. I just come out here to the trash hallway because I consider myself a proletarian ambassador. I come and talk to the, the trash people, and then I point at Stucky, and he waves from his little corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, did I say any of this to you? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, yeah. so then how did you not get that on the other side of the door was the main hallway? Didn't occur to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you never at any point point to the Also, I think the door there's a marked go. visual difference. Well, yeah, I did notice that, yeah.
1: and the quality of the clientele mm-hmm. or the the inhabitants did yeah, improve. Raises. Yeah, but well, but yeah, well, yes and no. Some of them did seem a bit trash. Is that horrible? Max is looking aghast at this beer. <laughs> he's he's trying. Let,
0: <laughs> Let me give it another sip. But yeah, I think it might be horrible. Do you want it? Hold on.
1: Oh well, not if it's horrible. No.
0: Oh, give that a sip see if i'm delusional here all right i don't know if my tongue's just spoiled by the sweet sweet taste of fruitlands but let's see
1: oh god uh, that's pure soap yeah that's terrible oh. <laughs> That is, well, like,
0: that is like dish soap to, in the I bath. I do this yeah. to if I'm going to get another Fruitlands. I can't Yeah, I can't no, 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 no. We're leaving that <laughs> one alone. That sorry. Is,
1: that is ghastly. It's <laughs>
0: fucking crazy how If ever you're that confronted
1: is. with a beer called Los <laughs> Revolucinarios. Yeah.
0: tell me something. Revolution not be televised. Wanted double IPA.
1: Yeah. Don't drink it because that's fucking appalling.
0: Is it out of date or something? Christ, it's really bad. Ugh. It's not even soap. It tastes like molassesy almost. Oh. Like it's fucked up tasting. Oh, that, that's that's really bad. Yeah,
1: that's like when I was a kid and I'd have a bath and I'd sort of try. And I have drink a the high bubbles. tolerance for beer. Almost any beer, I'll at least still drink it. Yeah. That I don't think I could drink. No, we're having bad luck today. These these uh cannon tyrannicides are I'd rather drink
0: five of those cannon tyrannicides than another one of those
1: fucking <laughs> fourteen cannon <that>, revolutionaries. <laughs> these are not good either. These are brewed no, locally they're too. They're brewed in Westlake Village, which is like yeah, I know. fifteen minutes away. I know that's but, why I got them. But they're shit. That was a deciding factor. <laughs> Sadly, they're bad. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, we're still so in the we are and we. No, one. we're Come not. On. Not Let's... anymore. Oh, so yeah. I also, when I when I leave when I go out, I also do a little shtick about how I go. I go, okay, we're going to go back into the main hallway now. Oh, so see, that might have been an indicator. <laughs> I, I do not remember that at all. I say, we're going to go back into the main hallway now. Don't tell Stucky that we can get back in there because he doesn't know and they want him out here in the trash. And then he goes, oh. don't tell me what. And I say, nothing, Stucky. We liked your jokes. And he goes, oh, thank you. You know, my process with comedy is all, and then while he's talking, I just exit them.
1: Oh, okay. If you did do that, I'm sorry. I just didn't register straight away. Because also the the inhabitants of the... What I've now learned is the main hallway. They all seem a bit pathetic as well.
0: Not a Braxis Atari. Kind of. She's How fucking, dare you? What? I
1: mean, again, you you forgive me for not remembering everything that was said. But the impression I got from her was that she was kind of like a Sunset Boulevard. So, okay, so diva. I'm glad yeah. you picked that up. That was, that was very much my inspo. So Rachel... Mm-hmm. when we were leaving and I pointed out he's fucking doing the for us. she was like yeah. Hmm, yeah that actress was a bit like Madame Malade from my last show too what? what show? exactly Yeah. did I see, I, it? Did I was, see this show? no but you wrote copy for it I, I know okay <laughs> I, 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 I didn't I didn't agree either um, but uh, Alif's Alif's character in her last show the funeral one uh, where she played oh, a performer who was able to <laughs> Yeah, I know <laughs> it was Sunset Boulevard, and that's why, I I was, and I'm clearly I
0: see, ripping off Sunset Boulevard. And you, you can
1: ask Rachel exactly that because I said, oh, "Yeah, no, I didn't get that." I mean, first of all, it's not like an unusual character. No, it's tr- just a diva t- to have. Yeah, yeah but also, it, like, what I took from it mostly was I forget her name
0: and Sunset Boulevard. Um, oh yeah, uh, Gloria, well, no, the, Gloria the, Swanson is the actress. Yeah, the, the, the
1: she has. A, you're you're uh, yeah, anyway,
0: you're Nora Desmond. You're Nora Desmond. Nora Desmond used to be right? in pictures. Is that right? Yeah, Nora Desmond. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, i know you you're Nora desmond you used right. to be pictures you used to be big i yeah. am big it's the pictures that got small anyway yeah. yeah exactly anyway that's what i took from it
1: so i'm glad i was right on that one 100
0: so in fact i have receipts on that because when victoria wasn't necessarily getting like not like not getting it but like i was trying to get her like find some presents i sent her a clip from sunset right, boulevard right. i was like this is what i was thinking about yeah
1: that's the first thing that came to my yeah. mind anyway when um, i
0: love sunset boulevard well yeah and if you're gonna
1: pilfer from something why not pilfer from something good rather than yeah. the worst season of the mighty bush
0: <laughs> <laughs> is the crack fox in season 3
1: is in season 3 yeah that's shocking it's one
0: of the better episodes but I was gonna it's say that's a little horror, shocking yeah. well you know what though everyone remembers the crack fox and likes him but everyone forgets that he then rocks another goddamn one of those stupid fucking animated segments that are always fucking he terrible. Does, yeah. The hitcher does too Well the hitcher himself doesn't. The hitcher doesn't but the have hitcher an animated... has an insufferable animated segment as well, with doesn't? like animated? Yeah, it's like with the monkeys stealing the face of that's, some musician. Oh, but that's
1: not the hitcher, that's just in the episode The Hitcher. The Hitcher's not involved in the animation. No, segment. exactly. Yeah, right, okay. But I the crack it. fox
0: actually plays the movie, does, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. So yeah. that sucks. Old
1: Greg's animated segment is good.
0: Wait, was that not? Oh fuck! Wait, what was uh, Old Greg's was also some dumb music joke.
1: yeah, yeah where he gets the, the the funk. Yeah, he finds the funk.
0: Anyway, I, don't I don't like know. those animated segments. No, I mean, that's I, they no fielding, always but... they always slow it down.
1: Yeah. True. But that actually is just a code to me now, though. As much as I may make fun of you for stealing the crap from the Mighty Boosh, I, too, stole from the Mighty Boosh in Santa. I, I definitely took the Hitcher's voice for um, uh, for Glenn, the Ace of Rapes. He's a bit like the Hitcher. Wait, no, he's not. I don't remember that. Yeah, he's got that voice. Whoa! <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs>
2: like, wait! Now then, the calm Ace, down. The
1: Ace of Rapes. That's
2: fucked up, I guess. Like, yeah, that's not different times.
1: Not something I would do now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't be the nickname I give to one of my funny characters.
0: Glenn. <laughs> Glenn the ace of rapes. Yeah. That was the that was the particularly hardcore show, right? Yeah. The one that all that well, we don't need to get into it, but the one that everyone liked to kind of boast that they went through, yeah, because it was so hardcore.
1: Yeah, and I, I mean, honestly, looking back at it now, no, it wasn't it was very, not, very hardcore. I at all. don't know if it was that hardcore, but it was.
0: You're just dirty. Nude. It was You're dirty. It was nude in it.
1: Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That was the one where you could. You could get nude. And even experience. that was optional. So
0: how hardcore is yeah. Glenn the Ace of
1: Rapes, really? No, I mean, it was definitely the, the most directly, like, like the, the
0: entire show was just like, all right, we're going to do nasty things, you know? Well, it was, it was also <laughs> your most Wolseley show, I would argue. Really? The Glenn show. Yeah, because it's Why? a Wolseley premise. Oh, uh, well, I guess. All the Wolseley premises are some kind of. Otherworldly character with a kind of tragic flaw it, that you're gives him right, their pathos. You're right, you know what?
1: It was it was a bit Calibanish, a little bit. Yeah,
0: it was a little Calibanish. Yeah. Well, uh, well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, but it's like Tantalus. It's like he can't. Yes, like that's yeah. that's what I was going for. Yeah, like yeah the, you know the. But that's also kind of Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, the idea, it kind of changed, like, because I I kind of worked to that. At first, it was just, all right, extreme haunt with, like, kind of creepy sight stuff in it. Yeah. Fine. And then, uh, like, as I started doing it more, because it was purely, pretty much improvised, as I started doing it, then I came up with the idea that, especially once Pepper had left in the story, he'd he'd gone away and been trapped in a can of chili. This bloke was back, Um, but now he he had no libido. Yeah. But he was trying very, very hard to to regain his libido by uh, torturing people. Yeah, and so basically it was just a lot of floppy cut jokes. Yeah, oh yeah, that was good shit. <laughs> God. Yeah, it was great fun. Yeah, uh, but no, I wouldn't do that again now. But either way, yeah, I kind of adopted the hitcher when Papa left him. I adopted the hitcher voice for him a little bit.
0: Oh, oh you cheeky slag! Oh, I, let's oh see what right. you. All right, Yeah, you like me, thumb? Do you? Want to know
1: my thumb? Do you, boy?
0: How fucking awesome
1: would it be if that monologue like, is great? By if the way. I were I wish I'd written that. That was a great monologue.
0: My Bush is fucking awesome. The like, I, you've
1: turned your back on it,
0: but it's very eh, good. It's <laughs> just a shame. The, it's just a shame what happened to it. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's still a lot of it is still very good. And a lot so. of it was bad even at the time. Fucking yes. this coconut Joe, whatever like Milky, that. No, Milky Joe was good. Milky Joe, that's Milky what it was. Milky Joe was
1: good. There's nothing wrong with that one
0: what about I mean season 3 had some really yeah, low some really
1: bad ones where it's really like low you points. know Nell Fielding has made friends with some indie band yeah, <laughs> the cramps. popular around Canada yeah, yeah. It's, it's like <laughs> the, not the cramps that would be great no the horrors <laughs> oh there you go yeah. <laughs> are, are a complete flash in the pan and I don't think you could even find them but then them there,
0: was the, there was like a crab who joined them yeah it was the, yeah, yeah it was no stupid. it was pretty poor even that. the crimping episode I'm like yeah, this nah, is getting they a little too done self-referential they
1: really shouldn't have done that <sighs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that and they wisely stopped afterwards.
0: Um, I mean, first season is very very good, but also you got to give them first eat. season's a bit rough. too. no, what are you talking about? It the first is, season's uh, the best season, almost yeah, it, almost by far. Some
1: bits. I, I think the problem with the first season for me is the um a lot of it's recycled from the radio show, and it was just, well. That's what I'm saying. But though, it, was it was just like, much, much better. better. It's good. No, no, it was much better on the radio show when it was kind of improvised. Well. Because then they like that's true, realize they to oh that's funny. It. Yeah, so now that's we're gonna true. like do yeah. it properly for the, TV. The it's first season it's just, no, it's just different everyone.
0: energy. The first seat the Im- the radio show makes you laugh in the way listening to improv makes you laugh, which right. is like you're hearing people kind of trying to hold it together. Yeah, yeah, which it's is like, funny, but it's just a different type it. of funny. Yeah. Oh, constantly corpsing. Yeah. It's a funny. It, it's that's really funny, funny. If you guys it. ever want to listen to something to make you laugh, the BBC radio series of The Mighty Boosh is very. funny. It's really funny. And you'd be amazed the amount of famous
1: actors who are on it as well that you wouldn't expect. Well, uh, people like Richard E. and stuff like that have become more famous now. Uh, Matt Berry, who really, yeah, Matt Berry is now uh, involved in what we do in the shadows and is pretty popular over here. Matt Um, Lucas, is Matt Lucas in it much? No, (laughs) he may have turned up. Famous British maths. Um, Stuart Lee also weirdly directed their live shows around that time.
0: Those looked cool. Yeah.
1: The the early ones? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we're, we're getting completely sidetracked. By, oh, yeah. Let's talk about we're the We're talking mighty about boost, the source the material. We're talking about <laughs> the ripoff of the, <laughs> the bargain bucket version. All right. The, so, Abraxas okay,
0: Zatari. But... <laughs> okay. So, Abraxas Atari. We only mentioned her fucking four times leading up to her. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, I was very aware of yeah, uh, okay, that well, we were going to meet am- someone named Zatari. Am- this is the one that Max likes the most. Oh, yeah. And
1: there she was. And, yeah, you're in this uh, this kind of very small very small area uh, with, and you're sort of leading up to a dressing table. Yeah. And um, this woman is sitting there in a white, I believe, gown.
0: It's actually – yeah. Well, yeah. I don't remember what color it is. I, think I it's thought white. it was white. I think it's white in real life, but it, kind looks, of lacy. it looks
1: blue. Yeah, and you got this big blue mm-hmm. light and the, the walls are all uh, floor-to-ceiling
0: tarp, basically, right? Well, no, they're blue um, – their blue curtain. Is it curtain? Okay. Yeah. If you saw Creepy Island on the left hand side of the stage we had a bunch of blue cloth flowing down the stairs like a waterfall. Right. That's that's what the walls are made of. It's the same material.
1: Okay. But anyway, you get the sensation that you're in some kind of boudoir. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's this woman there and she's got these long pointy Yeah, it's cool. Pointy fingers Those are cool as ornaments. Shit. Yeah. So yeah. she's got kind of like claws, basically. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah. 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 Yeah, if you're Max, you know, you, you think, that's really good. That is good. That's all you need. I don't that even need good. to write anything. It was good. It just reminded me of, like, so many metal videos that I've seen, which have, like, a, a femme fatale in them. <laughs> you know.
0: I love a femme fatale. I love a femme fatale. Yeah, and she's there, and she's fucking kicking up a fuss about. I will say there was, that is the one scene that had a slight, and it was very, very small, but there was a slight, uh, I guess, creative disagreement on it. Between me and David. Oh really? That I cut out a few lines. Um because what, what were they lines referring to? She was to? more degrading to the audience originally. Okay and he didn't like that. And we cut <laughs> it and we cut it back.
1: Oh, fair enough. What was she gonna say?
0: Um, well first of all, what, what well, she's, summarize she's, what her speech is about. Well she basically just talks about how she's my vision for her is that she's like something beyond a muse or even a god So like my actual head canon for her that doesn't get really explained because i didn't have enough time to explain it in the course of a monologue is uh that she is the only thing that's truly beautiful in the universe mm-hmm. and that everything that is beauty is just beautiful because it like resembles her or like it flows from her she's okay. the only true thing so when people see her they just go mad the implication being uh at the very end she says not all are so lucky when confronted with beauty there's someone you should meet and then the implication being that like so my kind of idea for her was that her performances are like creating schizophrenia or creating mental illness or Mm. like destroying civilizations and she considers that her art so she's like this angel of death kind of but it's a performance and it's beautiful at the same time it's kind of mercurial but
1: well, no, it's the yeah. it's the old yeah the philosophical concept. I can't remember who it was that uh, used to go on about it, but how like Kant like talked about like the sublime and stuff like that. Oh, well, it was that. I mean, even I guess going back to Plato with the form of you know form of the beautiful and the form of the,
0: the good, and then when you see it, you yeah yeah. But
1: yeah. Um, how no, art no, is just
0: art is just trying to gesture at what she is. She's like the right, source yeah. of all beauty in the universe. Right, is right, like yeah. what
1: I got. So that's a pretty that's, classical concept. But yeah. but then also art being destructive too, to yes. like, bringing about destruction or mm-hmm. like even yeah. acknowledging. I, I can't remember who there there's, lots of, modern there's lots of junior college. There's
0: lots of junior college philosophy terms in the monologue <laughs> where she says, uh, the civilizations that I've destroyed were not a tribute to me. Cause she talks about, she's not a God mm-hmm. and that she's actually more than a God. Yeah. And she says, uh, cause she says like, they call me an angel, a, muse, a God, failing to realize that these ideations could not find form without me. Mm-hmm. And then she says, uh, The civilizations that I showed were not a tribute to me. They were a terminus. They were the teleological endpoint of a society brought to its apex at my arrival and met its nadir at my departure.
1: Right. Now, and this brings me on on to a point which is either um, a compliment or a criticism of the show in general Mm -hmm. is that it's really, really well written. Thank you. I I was sitting there, you know, listening quite carefully to everything. Obviously, I don't remember everything, Mm -hmm. but... And really admiring how well written it was, and I was like, "Fucking good job, Matt! So you're writing well. You know, you're you're doing some good writing here." Thank you. Uh, When I really had been led to believe by you that it was banter and memes, the show, you know, and I thought it (laughs) was—I really did think it was mostly going to be kind of whimsy, and it wasn't. It was really, really well written. But on the negative side of that is, it's hard to really appreciate how good it is. I think because you're in a scenario where. It's hard to just focus on what's being said and yeah. internalize it in some way. I mean, some of those speeches that I heard, especially... So, not only Abraxas has scene but the, the one following too. Mm-hmm. is like, oh, look, well, this is the kind of thing you would read and maybe pause for a second and think about. Yeah. Then carry on reading. And yeah, Whereas in a show like this, it's very difficult to do that. But it was absolutely very well written. It was one of the best written shows that I've been to in... Well, possibly ever as far as most of it goes, certainly. Oh, thank you. Very well written. Uh, whether whether or not I think that is the best medium for it, though. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's true.
1: You know, I'm not sure. I feel like a lot of it is wasted on the medium, honestly. Yeah, just do a scripted show. Um, yeah, but just even let the... people kind of have
0: time to pause and.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think even that. No, I just think it was very no
0: because really well I really well think written, that yeah. what most people are looking at in that scene is like, look at her fingers. What, I've, what I have actually heard more than anything about that. Well, one is everyone's like, yeah, she's really hot, obviously. Everyone likes her performance in general. People kind of like the writing. But I think the words really just fly by people. And a lot mm. of what I kept hearing was that everyone was blinded in the scene. Everyone was like, because at your eyeline, you're just hitting her vanity mirror bulbs. Oh, that's like a... right in the eye. Oh. And then she'll kind of like move around in front of you. Uh, so she's, like, largely silhouetted a lot. Like, the main thing I heard about that scene was that it was hard to see.
1: Oh, no, I didn't notice that at all.
0: Yeah. I didn't either. To me, it's perfectly great. But we're, you and I are similar about the same height. about Maybe yeah, it's a height <laughs> I thing. think it's a little different. Yeah, possibly. Yeah.
1: No, I, I didn't have any trouble with the uh, visuals in that scene. Though. But no.
0: Um, thank you for saying that. I do like that monologue a lot. I thought it was fun. I think it's a fun character. I think it's a fun concept. She used to be more degrading. She used to say... um she has a line where she says, my star, my songs have shifted stars and sent satellites plummeting from their orbits. Yep. And then she goes on to talk about the hallway and how mm-hmm. she feels like connection to it because it's infinite and nobody understands it. Uh, and she says, but in between there, she used to say like, she says, like, my songs have done all this. And she says, and you come to me with what? Two eyes that you might glimpse a fraction of my light, a tongue on which you might catch a taste of my perfume in passing disgusting
1: (laughs) what's wrong with that
0: david cut it out he didn't like it why i don't know he said he didn't he he said that if he was an audience member and someone said that to him he'd be like he said he'd (laughs) he'd be like fuck you then
1: (laughs) well no i i disagree with that
0: he also i mean like he just kind of didn't like that i think he found that scene very talky and he likes more action-based It's not scenes. as
1: talky as uh, a couple of the ones to follow, including his own. But Which I wrote. That's not his <laughs> fault. I wrote that. <laughs> of course. But um, I would say I wouldn't think that was an especially talky scene. I mean, it, at, least he, at least he got some cool shit to look at. It's fucking bright blue. I would have said, honestly, the, that those lines that he cut out mm-hmm. would have involved the audience more in what might otherwise be a bit of a standalone monologue. Mm-hmm. See. Because yeah. we actually we come thinking of it now, we come from the
0: dummy which by the way, it's not like he told me to cut them. I asked no, 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 him for he, notes he on how to cut it down yeah. and he said this and I was like done. It's not like okay. he was like Max lose these fucking lines.
1: <laughs> this <laughs> is my theater. I would yeah, not have this line no, spot at all. Um, yeah no but now I think of it, you come from the customs clerks and the dummy and the thylacine and all of those three are I and mean, they're not like super interactive In the sense that you're having a conversation, but they feel like they're really chatting to you, talking to you, yeah, and have acknowledged your
0: presence and yeah. Whereas whereas Abraxas is literally the way she's she's talking, talking to herself above you, yeah, Yeah. which was kind of intentional, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. But I actually feel like uh, those lines might have helped remind us, remind us that we're supposed to
0: be here, yeah. Um, But either way, it worked fine, and uh, so that's funny. So okay, so the next scene. So again, like I said, her whole concept is that she's the only thing that's actually beautiful in the universe. She is the source of beauty. She's the source of all beauty in the universe. So anything that is what is it? Is this out of date? <laughs> Sorry, I just noticed that these beers are a little old.
1: They're from July. Oh, we're in November now. so That's and about we five love months. You date,
0: it says on the bottom of the can.
1: Oh, it does. It says, we love you, Nate. Nate, Mark, Nate Markham, Markham We everybody. love you. <laughs> Modern, Modern Times Brewery is uh, reminding us that the we love you. And we do. And we do. Wait, um, no, what does that actually refer to, though? I don't know. It's printed. It's probably like
0: a birthday thing or something.
1: Yeah, Modern Times, they always print something, uh, you know, where the expiration or the, well, in this case, the canned on date is on the bottom. They always print something. And for the last year or so, it's been, you know, um, Black Lives Matter and that yeah. kind of thing. Uh, get the jab No they haven't had that That would be <laughs> fucking funny though uh, No but yeah right now they have We love you Nate I, I'm not sure what that refers to But we're gonna infer That it means we love Nate Markham Which we do Which and, we do um, Yeah
0: So Brax's Atari okay. has a very cool monologue That I like a lot That's my favorite I think it's my favorite Because I think it's my favorite writing In the show mm. Like that's, that's That was the part that I was like Alright this is like This is a scene I could stand behind that the that. first one I really like. I also really like the final scene. <laughs> the whole show is great. <laughs> no, <laughs> the parts that I wrote,
1: <laughs> <laughs> the ones that I had most control of, yeah. were good.
0: Um, but the uh, the se- the next scene then was an interesting process because Frida, the actress, mm-hmm. was very brilliant, like very like a shocking person to work with. The type of person who. I'd say the anecdote that it describes her best as a as a person is uh she was in Creepy Island. Oh, was she? Yeah, she was one of the pirates in Creepy Island. She was okay. part of my pirate crew. And um she we had a group chat for Creepy Island and people were talking about like, you know, anyone have any ideas for like a postcard or some art or something like that? And she posted up like some art of a famous like South American artist, I don't remember who. But she was like, you guys should copy this style for your postcard. I find this to be a cool style And then David jokingly was like, oh yeah okay Frida, why don't you just paint that up for us And she goes, okay that's easy if I'm just imitating a style and then literally two hours later comes up with a postcard painting that is like insanely good. oh yeah it's the one we use It's like have you ever seen the postcard for creepy Island yeah, I yeah. not the one with the skull. <laughs> the fucking which is just a picture. Yeah, the one with like all the colors and stuff. She yeah. painted that. Oh wow. Um. So that's like just the type of. She's a makeup artist as well. Like she did the makeup for the moth and for me. Um. She's just crazy. Oh, awesome. So we were doing um rehearsals, and what I told her was I was like so frida your character is going to be like a scientist who is trying to make sense of the hallway so you're Mm -hmm. going to be like trying to measure it and like quantify it and it's infinite and it's weird and it doesn't make any sense so you're going crazy and aside
1: from the custom clothes this is possibly the most wolsey scene
0: see that's interesting i don't find it very wolsey oh i do i feel it's more zju Uh... it's it's more like horror ish well, yeah, but just the concept of it—sure, someone trying to measure pretty, something and yeah. like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah—to make sense of something that's nonsensical.
0: Yeah. yeah, so I like that. I I liked that concept, and I was like, because the hallway's infinite, and you don't understand how that could be possible, and you don't understand how it changes, and like, it's like this otherworldly thing, and you're trying to make scientific sense of it. And she's like, "Oh, okay," and then we kind of go do other stuff for like thirty minutes, and we come back. She's like. Okay, so based on what you said, I think I came up with something. And she goes and basically improvises the monologue that's there. Right. Just improvises. So
1: you wrote something for her? No. I gave
0: her the character. And then she came to me and she started like talking. Oh, I also told her I was like, it might be fun if parts of this were in Mandarin because she speaks Mandarin. Mm -hmm. Uh, she's, She's only lived in America for like two years. Right. Um,. And so I was like, it'd be fun if some of this, I was like, it might even be fun to do whole scene. Like some people come through just to switch it up. Just do the whole scene in Chinese.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. That would be fun.
0: It would be fun. She never did it for some reason. But <laughs> okay. um, but I told her it was an option. She could do the whole scene in Chinese if she mm-hmm. wanted. Um. Anyway, so she she comes through. By the way, she knew what a thylacine was right off the bat. Of course. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. And she was like. Oh yeah, you know it's a marsupial, right? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, yes, <laughs> yes I and do. I was like, yeah. And she goes, yeah. In China, we call it. And she said some Chinese word. And, and she's like, which basically means kangaroo wolf. <laughs> and I'm like, that makes perfect fucking sense. <laughs> yeah, <I guess> so. <laughs> uh, anyway, so she did that, and then I was like, can you write that down for me and send it to me, and I'll edit it and like just kind of rearrange it so it's more of a like a has an arc, right? And then she wrote it down, and it was about forty percent accurate to what she improvised. I see. Yeah. I was like, "What the fuck happened here?" <laughs> so then I kind of, I kind of, I kind of wrote that scene, but it was kind of from memory of something she improvised, and then I added things in, like I added the lines about like Euclid and Fermat and like the QED thing. And, oh yeah. And like having her illuminate the stuff. I on was the proud wall. to get the, uh, the QED thing. Yeah, fuck yeah, bro. Yeah. You've taken logic courses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I know how to win internet arguments. Cute. You just write QED <laughs> at the end? <laughs> yeah, that's all <what> you do. It's <laughs> <That's> funny. QED. <laughs> there you go. What was it? Quad erratum? Quad
0: Demonstratum. Yeah, not yeah. dictorium. Move. <coughs> there he goes. <coughs> but yeah, that's her whole thing is she's trying to solve it. But the stuff about shitting was all her. I had to tone down the language. Yeah, I did. Find,
1: I found that that's a little not, bit crude. You can
0: tell that's not my voice. That's not yeah, <laughs> she calls Abraxis Atari a she pig, and I'm like, well, I would never write that. <laughs> well, I would never go so far as to describe her as a, a pig. Fucking Abraxis Atari, yeah, she's your favorite, the most yeah. beautiful person in the universe. <laughs> she's a she pig. She pig. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that scene, uh, that, yeah, that seems good. It, 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 that one's felt like one of the longest. Yeah, feels like that to me, too. Okay.
0: Uh. Uh, <laughs> and
1: unfortunately, this is the, the, the scene where there's a bit of a sound bleed problem. Oh, yeah. yeah, there is. Yeah, but I told her, it, I she does, it to think as though She acknowledges it, and it sort of good makes sense. Good for her. Yeah.
0: Okay, good, because that was the note I gave her when we realized there was sound bleed.
1: Because you can hit... I guess it's on the other side of the top from the uh, customs clerks.
0: It's on the other side of a fucking theater, but, you know, it's still... Oh, really? Oh, it felt like we were very close to the customs clerks. You're across the theater, but you're on the same, like plane if right. that makes sense
1: and i think you could hear her i'd say i'd at the say beginning. you're a good
0: i'd say you're a good 18 to 20 feet away oh from really that scene. far yeah
1: uh yeah because you when you're in the customs scene at the beginning you can hear something going on, on the other side but that yeah. works kind of fine yeah.
0: because you yeah know,
1: you're at the edge
0: of this hallway or that's kind of what i told her i said but, it's okay yeah. if they hear that scene yeah. because that scene's not spoiled Right, like they know what's happening there, and it actually kind of makes sense. So I told her to play it like she's going mad, hearing these voices on loop.
1: Yeah, and uh, and she did, and she she Perfect. mentioned that, and it and you know that was, I mean it was kind of fun in the sense that you could remember. Well, first of all, you almost get a second go around of the uh, customer's yeah. clips scene because you can hear what they're saying. Problem is, the it is it, a bit distracting from what she's saying. A yeah, bit that's I yeah. did she,
0: okay. The thing I kept trying to get her to do, and I don't know if it helped. So one, I hung up a blanket on the other side of the hallway wall from their scene to try to block a little bit of the noise. I don't think it worked. Mm-hmm. But two, the other thing was I told her to land the audience downstage more because the further downstage you get, you actually become under a speaker. When you're in the moth right. scene, when you're in the moth scene, you're right under the speakers that are in the theater. Okay. So I told her land it closer to there so you get more of a sound like cavern that you're just talking in where people will only hear you if you're right up in their face. And it makes sense for her to be right up in your face. Yes. Um, but I, I think she would often stop people almost right next to Abraxis Atari's room. Um,
1: because
0: pretty, that's where the writing is.
1: I mean, I don't know the layout of this very well, so I couldn't say,
0: but um, how much traveling did you do in that scene? Pretty uh, much like four steps. And then you stopped.
1: Honestly, I I, I couldn't say, but there were also five of us in one group here, so it might have been harder to maneuver us all. It did feel like we walked a fair bit to the muff scene, so maybe we didn't go that far. Yeah, but but, I mean, it was was fine. It it didn't ruin the scene or the show or anything. That's good, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that was obviously something...
0: Yeah, it's just nothing you can do at a certain point with just that. One of those
1: unfortunate things. Yeah, and she spoke, you know, qu- quite quietly as well, which she was sort of supposed to. Yeah. Um. So you kind of had
0: to lean yeah. in a little bit. She has but- a cool line in there that was kind of improvised by her, but I expanded on it, where she talks about like what happens. She's like. you'd you'd write a draft, you write it 10 times, you write it a thousand times, you write it a million times. Well, how was you write it a million one times? You know, things like that. She's like, you kill every million before it with every new one you make and stuff like that. I thought that was all fun. Conceptual yeah and true so, to life too uh the the old hallways eve was the millionth and oneth draft that's the fucking first draft it was like the zeroth draft <laughs> no revisions yeah
1: no i mean for well as far as that goes then it's pretty uh pretty solid um
0: yeah. uh, so that happens and then you see the moth so now we're in the moth there scene was some, there was some production troubles on that scene that
1: okay well i'd be interested to hear what they were from an audience point know. of view the, i don't know if i can talk about it on the mic okay all right well fair enough um i Which, can talk about it as an audience member right. um the well first of all this is Wolseley by the numbers oh yeah he's uh, got and... a, a kind of explorer an intrepid yeah traveler type i assume yeah uh at a least lep- the lepidopterist,
0: as she's referred to in the script right yeah at least yeah. judging by the costume mm-hmm.
1: um with uh she's got an accent
0: Oh, yeah, that was not part of my direction. <laughs> I had I'm not entirely anything.
1: sure what the accent is. Uh, yeah,
0: well, uh, try to tell her that. I've told her so many times. I was like, hey, Marianne, I didn't know that I cast Julie Andrews in this fucking show. What the fuck are you doing?
1: Oh, see, I, it, at first, I was like, oh, right, someone trying to do a British accent. But then, then, then it it's turned Australian. Australian. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. it's insane. It's very strongly Australian, which I was like, well, that makes sense for someone who might be... You know, wrangling wild creatures. Australian words. but yeah. it drifted around. I just around. wanted her to
0: do her it in, in, her, in her own voice. Which is American. American, right. <laughs> which is from New Jersey.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't... Honestly, But you're, you're lucky that the concept of the show is kind of a bit nebulous anyway. Like, well, the, with the space that you're meant to be in, it, yeah. it's not like you're going to go, oh, well, there's an inaccuracy there or something like that. Or this accent's weird. Yeah, it's Everything is supposed to be a bit wrong anyway. Yeah. So it, it was fine. It didn't take me out of it too much um uh, and the, so the idea of this moth right, so you explain what the scene's supposed to be
0: well, okay, so originally the scene mm. was a hunt, and it was going to be kind of a horror scene because it was um it was a horror scene with a moth where so here's how the scene originally started. you um walked in and you met a very quiet Lepidopterist who wasn't talking a lot. And they were just like, shh, 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 come here. And they talked about how they've been hunting this rare moth in the hallway Mm -hmm. for years. And um, and then they take you up to these stairs, and it's pitch black. And in the stairs, they shine their flashlight up, and then the moth kind of appears very suddenly. And then lunges at you, and then the light clicks off. And then they talk to you in the dark, and you hear a bunch of rustling. And then they click back on, and the moth is much closer to you. And then they do this. And then they go on the step light, like the the overhead light, that purple light. And then there's like a series of tableaus where it clicks on, and like you see the moth like being gentle, and the lepidopteris taking a net out, and then clicks off, and then you see the ne- lepidopteris like violently strangling the moth. It was supposed to be like a scary, violent scene. Oh, interesting. But on a moth, um, and then. <laughs> Um, the actor, the actress who plays the moth, Mm uh, was, was slipping on this. I don't know if she ever actually did slip, but it came that there might be a danger of operating in the dark on steps. Oh yeah. So we, and then there were some other things and the actress expressed some discomfort with. Possibly being killed, injured, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Fair so we had to uh, we had to change the scene around a little bit, and so the <laughs> moth doesn't move at all in the scene, really. Stands, yeah, yeah. I mean, and they move a lot. It became but... an already captured moth yes. that the that the lepidopterist is just kind of torturing, yeah, with a light. Yeah, which was rather unpleasant. That's good. I'm yeah. glad. It, I'm glad it still came across unpleasant.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was unpleasant, and it kind of like, oh, don't do that. That totally. was the point. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's
0: good. All right, it was. Sp- so it's the the spirit of the scene remained alive. Unpleasant. Good. Exactly. <laughs> it was. So- it was supposed <laughs> to be something mean happening to something pretty. Right. Yeah.
1: Okay. And Is that then- a call back to Abraxas Atari? What do you mean? Wow
0: what mean happens to her nothing she she nothing bad has ever happened over no, I, know, the I know, but i'm just
1: saying you know if uh, destruction of the beautiful uh,
0: i don't know the I'm, destruction I'm of the beautiful, beautiful versus the destruction of be- wait beauty's the beautiful destruction doing of beauty destroy-, destroy beauty's destruction versus yeah, the destruction of there's the beautiful a little mirror image there, absolutely, I yeah, absolutely yeah absolutely and then here comes I'm trying the, to give you more credit and then here comes do. running down the staircase <laughs> there he is did i miss it there he is. Well, uh, if well, I'm sure if you can tell that Sunset Boulevard was my inspo for that, you might be able to tell that Dudley Moore was my inspo for uh, Mr. Hallway. <laughs> no.
1: Well, I mean, he wasn't doing.
0: The, he wasn't doing. He wasn't doing the voice or anything. What, he's
1: meant to be like a kind of Arthur. Yeah, character? he's like a drunk. He's like a drunk. Oh, no, I, I would not have pulled Dudley. Moore he's drinking
0: long. the entire scene long. I know, but that's David. I, I figured <laughs> the. <it, laughs> you thought it was unscripted?
1: <laughs> no, I figured it was just a way of incorporating your real life
0: crippling addiction into. I uh... know <laughs> he's drunk. He's supposed to be drunk. He has a whole monologue about. it. He says he ever had hallway wine. Yeah. Talks about yeah, no, it's I know, been I know. fermenting for 10,000 years.
1: I, I, I wouldn't have instantly made the uh, made the uh, Dudley Moore comparison, though.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going for. Well, it's fucked okay. up because I wrote it thinking Dudley Moore. And then I gave it to him and he was like, I think I should do this in a British accent. And I was like, what, you mean like Dudley Moore? Like Dudley
1: Moore might have. <laughs> I was, and he was like,
0: it's crazy. He's like, yeah. He's like, that's exactly what I thought of. It's crazy to say that because I love Arthur. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's weird. And he was like, yeah, it's the, he said, it's the thing that no one agrees with me on, but I think Arthur is like the funniest movie ever made. Oh, calm down. He Do fucking <laughs> loves Arthur. <laughs> it's when you get caught between the moon and New York City.
1: It's very far from the funniest movie ever made. <laughs> I would Manali. argue it's not even that good. Uh, even less so, Arthur 2 on the rocks. I never saw that one. Uh, yeah. And even less so Russell Brand's <laughs> oh, remake that one's pretty good. <laughs> Come on, that one's With pretty good. we fucking Helen Mirren in it. Yeah. Oh, man. I think it's Helen Mirren, isn't it? Who's the girl? It's not Helen Mirren. No, no, she's not the girl, but no, she's the uh, the butler, isn't she in the in the remake? Mm. Who was played by Russell Brand's a good art. That's a good casting choice. It made sense, but you just don't
0: remake that, do you? It's not <laughs> Because <laughs> it's too not sacred. Because it. it's the funniest no, it's not movie ever. It's too I've made. sacred. Anyway, that was like... Anyway, oh, So, okay. so y- I know <laughs> you're gearing up alone. to talk shit about Mr. Hallway. That's, I'm not going to talk shit. That's some shit. of my favorite writing. I'm in not going to talk shit uh, about Mr. That's Ms. very <sighs> whimsy. That's very Lewis Carroll. Yeah. The, it's like more Oscar Wilde. It's like Oscar Wilde and Lewis Carroll.
1: Yeah. It's actually a bit more, in my mind, like um, in Monty Python, where they have that, you know, I wonder where the fish did go. <laughs>
0: I don't know. In the meaning, meaning
1: of life, Oh, uh, well, you should probably watch it because I think you've accidentally stolen a lot from the meaning of life. <laughs> apparently, that's <laughs> something I've never seen. Yeah. So,
0: apparently, I'm very British in my sensibilities. Between all the fucking Bush and Terry Gilliam and really, Monty you'd Python, you over there. We'll get to that later because I'm
1: feeling probably nostalgic about England at the moment. I'm, I'm having a bit of like a, a kind of a, I don't know what, what you call it. Like a blue, a blue streak here. A little. little oh, you're streak feeling of the a melon call? You
0: want to go back home? Yeah, sort like of. football coming home.
2: <laughs> so Three want, lines it's on the shirt, shirt.
0: <laughs> yeah even that gives me a little twang of. I didn't like, know that was such a popular song
1: people yeah. were referencing
0: it just recently when they were doing the Euro Cup it
1: was like fucking Frank Skinner
0: and David Baddiel did a I didn't know it yeah. was popular because I just knew my buddy Pete had it on CD and I would crack up laughing at it because it was so fucking stupid well it's
1: pathetic as well because also guess said, what? what
0: we still haven't won a World I, Cup I <laughs> literally since, I literally didn't understand like the context of it or anything. I think I just, we really thought we had a very, yeah, We had a great yeah.
1: team in the when was it 97 yeah yeah. But the 96.
0: fucking the fucking
1: singing in it is so funny. Three lines
0: on a show Oh yeah, because
1: they're trying to do that kind of like football like a chant. Yeah, but then like
0: there's like other parts in it where like I swear to God, I think madness. I think one of. I think one of the lines is someone like you know they're talking about footballs coming home. It's yeah. coming. Oh yeah, and it swells. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. It's but then one course. of the verses yeah. is some fucking nasally voiced douche comes in. He goes, "Talk about football yeah. coming yeah. home." <laughs> I'm like what? Because they're, uh, they're comedians. So the comedian. Laziest lyrics. Well, if, the you're, world. if you're
1: hearing the version, I. No best, and I think it was the most popular. I think it's the only version, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, it might have been taken from something else, but uh, yeah, they're comedians. It's, um, oh, it's a laugh riot, Frank Skinner and David Badil. I believe I could be wrong, I may, may need to check that. May need to fact check myself. Go on, <laughs> you're probably right. I mean, I'm no, sure I think you're it is. Right. Yeah,
0: that's fucking awesome, though. Anyway, uh, right. so. That So, that make, so Mr. Hallway didn't make you nostalgic to go back
1: home to England? No, actually. That, that, that didn't. It didn't feel very English. It felt... Um, Wolseley? It felt Wolseley. It's yeah. very Wolseley. That's it, the most Wolseley
0: scene. It is. When he says uh, this, this hallway is... So, the concept of that really didn't come across because we just ran out of time and oh, well, we couldn't build the scene well.
1: Well, by the way, to get into this scene, you have to navigate some... Fucking impossible
0: staircases, yeah, there, dude.
1: Oof, that's
0: yeah, it rough. fun. It's fun. Yeah, the stair, the hallway goes all ways. It goes upstairs, downstairs. Had, yeah,
1: you were lucky that you had such a terrible piece of architecture yeah. in your. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was cool. In your, in your. Yeah, you got to like, keep your head down
0: and everything. Yeah, oh yeah, it's a mess. Yeah, it's oh, like yeah. crawling up. No one great... hit their head, by the way. That's no one lucky. hurt themselves. I nearly did, yeah. No, well, we cuz we put those Edison bulbs there on purpose Which are even harder to avoid. Well, yeah. No, we wanted people <laughs> to hit their heads on the Edison bulbs so they didn't hit their heads on the ceiling. Basically, <laughs> we were like we want something hanging from the ceiling to make people aware of where their head is. Right. And that was and that's also like David the whole time is like heads low, feet high. Yeah. 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 That was like, that's a that is one of my favorite monologues. I wrote that monologue. I like that almost as much, maybe more than the Abraxas Atari monologue. Mm-hmm. I wrote that monologue while driving to this wedding in Placerville. I was on a six-hour <laughs> drive, and I spent about the first, I was on the Grapevine, so I spent maybe like the first hour of the drive You're full of Denny's, dictating it into a phone. Oh yeah, because I can't type. I'm driving, <laughs> so I'm like turning on yeah, voice to text until I, it how runs do you write out.
1: Like that though.
0: What do you mean? Oh, you, oh, you did voice to text. Yeah. Oh, I thought you
1: were just like. Tsh- I do for a monologue. <laughs> um, no, I, I would turn it off. Way, right, so I'd go sentence myself. Like, I'd turn it off and think in. about it. Okay, good. Yeah. Right, and I, I thought I'd, you just came up with it on the fly while you are driving. Oh, I'll record this. No, I'm not Shh. that good. Yeah, Have you impro- ever been in a I improvised before? it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Let's let's get here. You know what? Yeah, read the monologue. Let's yeah, let's go for wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. Now. How
1: long is this monologue? It went on a while. So he comes down yeah. and he says, "He comes down, Stu. He says, did I miss it?'" He comes. down I think that's a joke. Only us will. Probably Don't get touch it.
0: those fabrics. They're going to be lions. <laughs> <laughs> so he comes down,
1: Stu, and uh, you wouldn't believe it. He's got a hat. <laughs> You're listening, Stu. <laughs> You'd like it. He, that's so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, no one else will understand that. Probably, but oh, I
0: wonder. If, you know, who would? Shannon. Shannon would. Fucking yeah, fucking loved that bit. For oh, she, she's just crashed that, off the fucking freeway. That that. <laughs> Oh, there's no way she listens to it no. that particular bit fucking slayed her for some reason I no why. <laughs> he died tom o'connor by the way stone face for the rest of the special but the tom o'connor bit got her <laughs> well, that's funny anyway all right sorry okay so he so, comes down he says comes along and- mm, you ever had hallway wine blah 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 Oh yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of thematic uh, really wrapping up all the themes in this. Yeah, I say you the know the, the fermentation the yeah. process creates an interesting effect around the five hundred thousand year mark. Mind is capable of tremendous things when it runs out of flavors, new combinations and notes. Dissonance always becomes a melody on a long enough timeline. Gets you quite drunk too. Manchester's
1: making eye contact. Yeah, good stuff. I don't stuff, know why right? he's really proud of it. It's good. <laughs> it's good.
0: And then he says. He says, you know, people often talk ill. This is the most Arthur line. He says, people often talk ill of decadence, but they shouldn't. They've never met her. Not like I have. Yeah, I remember that one. It's good. That jumped out at me. Yeah. yeah. Is, is
1: that original?
0: Yeah. Are you sure? I mean, it's probably, it probably sounds, stole it
1: from Oscar Wilde in some way or another. very familiar. It sounds like one of those aphorisms that you'd hear from.
0: Why They've never met her. Not like I have. De- de- just, it just, it's yeah. me trying to do an Oscar Wilde type. Joke, but I don't think it's. I mean, I it's if a, I stole it, it was unintentional.
1: It's a little bit, yeah, it's almost a little bit reminiscent of that whole like,
0: poker. I haven't, I don't even know her. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah it's like
1: that. Well, that's her. That's the Oscar yeah. Wilde of our times. The poker, I don't even know her. Liquor in the front, poker, the front in the poker in the
0: back. I'll <laughs> the ass. Oh, wait, no. Uh, and then he says, yeah, and besides, you know. it's a holiday. Uh, the, the night when the hallway opens its throat, stretches its maw and guides little fishes inside direct, almost direct. One of the only two almost stolen lines in the from show. Pinocchio. Close. From <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. Of course. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. The, how doth the little crocodile and got, gu- and with his, gen- uh, smiling jaws, guides little fishes in that type of thing. See, yeah, so he right. talks about stretches his mom, guiding fishes in, oh, and then God. he drinks his you wine and, bottle and he says, Come here, little fishes.
1: You and David must have been wanking so much over. He, this. I
0: don't think he has any idea that's from Alice. I don't really? think no, I don't think he has any I don't think he's ever read Alice. Uh what he has read is Paradise Lost, which I also stole from. What did you stole from Paradise Lost? The Customs Clerk scene. When they say, uh, when they deliberate, when they say, I think we're ready to deliberate, he goes, perfect. And he slaps his wrist and it turns blue, the lamp, which is a very yeah, cool. that's great. It's a cool effect. Yeah, we've got some and magic then hand. they do this little monologue and they're talking about like the mortal condition. And he says something about like cast from darkness, molded from clay, blah, blah, blah. Right. And that's a line from Paradise Lost, yeah. which is also the epigraph of Frankenstein, where he says, like, did I ask the maker to uh cast me from darkness to mold me from clay blah blah blah. oh yeah it, uh, yeah. yeah 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 good
1: shit good shit yeah literary stealing folks. from the best oh yeah, yeah that's what everyone wants on their halloween milton haunts. and, and <laughs> carol milton.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, <man>. dude milton <laughs> is the devil what are you talking about of course everyone wants that on halloween <laughs>
1: Well, Milton's not the devil. He's, he's well, no, but describing he's the, the devil. Yeah. He's describing the series. No, but events, it's like yeah. when
0: you go on X2 and it becomes Satan's Gunt or whatever the fuck <laughs>
1: it's called. What do they call it? X2 Satan's Taint. Or... <laughs> yeah. No, what is this? Satan's, Satan's Lament. It's Satan's, something crazy. Yeah, it's uh, I don't remember. Satan's uh, domain. I think it was that. Oh,
0: he cut this line out. But So this is just the draft. He edited it a little bit himself. Apparently, I said... I had him originally bringing them into the room, and he said, "No one's been in here before, not since the last person who was in here." A very Lewis Carroll line. Mm, yeah, he, he wasn't having that. No, he didn't like it. No, I guess not. And so- then there's question takes out his tape recorder. He added the tape recorder himself. I didn't know that, but he says, "Question: The hallway goes always, save for sideways and long ways, and the upways must stay at on either end of all ways." You would agree with that,
1: hello, Cheshire Cat.
0: Yes, but. <laughs> And there's a total nonsense. He says, but from whence does the hallway converge? Where is the locus, the center, the Gordian knot? For a hallway needs a few things in order to function properly. A which, a way, and a who. So I had to become all three. I couldn't let my senses be shuttered by the finite. Uh, Oh, he t- he cut this out, too. <laughs> he said... uh he butchered it. This is a great line. He said the original line was the room is an insult to the hallway. It stymies its potential rooms are for rest for the cowards who turn from the abyss hallways. That's where truth lives.
1: No, I agree. You should have cut that. All right. Yeah. (laughs) he says this space
0: this space this space is special because it's not yet taken its form it's limitless and unbound not yet a hallway but a hall where a hall why i remember that it is a song as yet unsung a question as yet unanswered it is its own purest reflection do you like hallways don't answer me too hashtag well Uh, then he says, "The truth of the hallway is that I sprang from it, just the same as it sprang from me, birthed from the womb of the progeny that birthed me—a reverse oroboros, a tail eating its own snake. But she and I have so long been lost within each other, our creations seem to grow a new face every day. Those who have found their way within our walls have begun growing exponentially. There are parts of this hallway I don't recognize anymore." Children I have yet to learn that I love. Since the hallway took them in, they've gained their own cultures, their own customs. I've heard they've built their own hallways within the hallways where they keep trash. They even come up with their own hall- own religions, their own holidays. All Hallways Eve, the day when the veil is lifted between the hallway and their former worlds. What kind of creature would I be if I didn't sneak a few people in for them to keep the legend alive? Uh, uh, it might not be a spiritual event. They think it is, but... Hallways are built on illusion, and illusion is built on reality. After all, you are here. But unfortunately, you cannot stay. Not just yet. The hallway has different plans for you. It might look like chaos, but chaos is a plan on a long enough timeline, and it is a very long hallway.
1: Now, I see. That's really, I think, really, really good writing. And Thank I'm you. I'm being very honest. It is very good writing. On the other hand, you've gone out for Halloween. <laughs> You're expecting some skeletons.
0: <laughs> a pumpkin. Oh, Drew Roush would be furious <laughs> <laughs> if he came through this show. What <laughs> is this? <laughs> why I didn't even mention Biddle Honeys once. <laughs> well, no, of course you go, What's this? What's this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're talking lots of shit. <laughs>
1: I don't understand it. Hold on, I gotta piss real quick <laughs> Oh, again. come on. We were getting into a bit of a rift there. Oh, hold on, hold on. Uh, well, well, we'll continue. <laughs> we gotta finish talking about your show.
0: We gotta wrap it up. Oh my on Christ. Okay, yeah, sorry. All right. Um, so... This fucking show is... Apparently... This show... the re- The recap is much longer than the show. Yeah all right the show was long how long does it run 25 minutes 25 minutes it feels yeah it feels pretty long good i want people to feel like they got their money's worth do you feel like it was worth 20 dollars? yeah yeah oh yeah absolutely yeah
1: yeah i mean uh, obviously it's no good saying that now it's gone but yeah um i don't imagine i'll be back either at least not in the exact same form
0: that show yeah
1: oh no.
0: It's, not, no it's not the kind of show that calls for a remount really is it no 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 if really? we were going to remount it we'd just do a different hall exactly yeah we we, we, we may do more concept. hallway shows yeah. but kind of the thing that david pointed out is he was like yeah the problem with the hallway is you have to keep onboarding it every time mm-hmm. yeah and that's just gonna get tedious yeah like the whole thing in the hallway is people are talking about the hallway the whole time. Eventually you're going to get tired of that and you're just going to want to see what's in the hallway.
1: Yeah. Well, which
0: is doable actually.
1: you don't need to necessarily have the explanation. We have lots of
0: hall. We have lots of hallway ideas. We have, um, deck, the hallways, a Yuletide hallway experience. We have all presidents (laughs) hallway. No, it's <laughs> it's Hall, the President's Men, I think, an executive hallway experience. Oh, you're running out of puns here. So <laughs> I don't remember really what it was, but it was something about an executive hallway experience, and that's on President's Day. And that's when you go through and you find out that presidents never die. They just go to the hallway. See, so like, Abraham Lincoln in there. I'm fetal that I do. I, I, okay, I well, I fun think. to me.
1: I think it's lazy.
0: I mean, maybe you can do something. You could really do good. fun twists on it, though. Maybe, maybe. Like, imagine the Chinese girl playing George Washington. I wonder who'll be playing Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> Perhaps! <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, and then we also have the adventure hallway. <laughs> That's like... That actually, actually, I had a great idea for a hallway show where the hallway just goes through a whale. It goes in the mouth of a whale and out its tail. You gonna you gonna hire Disneyland to do this? Maybe I will. Yeah, yeah. That's a fun concept, though. At least one scene in the hallway should be inside of a whale for the adventure hallway.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Fun. You have to build a whale. No, you
0: just fucking put like red bones on the mm. wall.
1: Maybe have a thylacine explain this is a, this whale. Is a whale.
0: Hey, it's me. <laughs> well, the only thing that would be constant would be uh, uh, the th- the thylacine. Oh, he's gonna be in all of them. No. It would be Mr. <laughs> H- Mr. Hallway. Mr. Hallway would be the concept. Well I think if
1: you're you know, if you're um, picking and choosing your favorite characters, all right, which one's tested the best? Stucky? I Stucky's in Stucky's every see, I every think Hallway. Stucky's gonna be them. The one. adventure
0: hallway. Stucky is telling more jokes about wood.
1: <laughs> sure. Why not? I mean more so than the scene, which I, I don't I didn't hear anyone mention mentioned. No, how the, good the whipped, was. but
0: Mr. Hallway has to come back. He's the guy. He's the whole inventor. Yeah. Yeah, I will say this. Um, it, I don't think the hallway is coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could do different things with it. The hallway w- turned out to not go always. The hallway turned out <laughs> to be a dead end <laughs> to financial ruin. Oh, that's not true. You turn the profit in the end, right? Two glasses of cider each, baby. Okay.
1: Hey, that's something. Yeah, a month of work. Even on month things. of work. <laughs> or two glasses of cider. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, yeah, you don't do it to become rich. I don't think. I do. I'm trying to get fucking <laughs> loaded. Most of the about this. hallways, yeah, on, dude. People, sure. it
0: sells itself. <laughs> the hallway
1: sells itself. Yeah, possibly. Well, evidently not. But yeah. you broke even more than. So no, we, yeah, we, we turned we turned a little profit. It's not, It's nothing
0: exciting, but it's enough to pay a couple bills. Yeah,
1: I I didn't break even half the time yeah. You know? so yeah no, that's yeah. a success
0: we lost money on betwixt and that's a critical darling yeah so you yeah
1: know. No, that's how it will always go yeah
0: um, you know it is what it is
1: but there you go you did it it came together very quickly and for what it, yeah for, for the time period it took, to get it off the ground it, it did very well I think
0: I agree yeah. I will say this I, I'm thinking of a new idea I think this is an evergreen idea, mm-hmm. an ARG, okay. not a real ARG, <laughs> but like uh, you know, an Instagram that promotes the shows and it's just like one night happening, one night events, mm-hmm. solo shows, fairly expensive tickets, like $25, $30, something like that. 20 minute solo shows on an evergreen theme, like the way I was doing with Wolseley. Yeah. The, the ARG I did with Wolseley is the most profitable thing I've ever done. Oh, really? Well, yeah. Be, I mean, not in terms of time. No, but like, I mean, if you can if you count time as money, then no, I, I lost everything. <laughs> I'm still recovering, <laughs> but, uh, but like in terms of like, oh, well I had the space. I only had to do these things once a night. People paid a certain amount, and they would come through, and it was all profit, pretty much. Yeah, I guess so. Not really a lot of overhead. Yeah. The occasional piece of tarp. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, like... Okay. I, I'd be down for you to do Something that. like that, but now we have theater spaces to do it in. Yeah. And especially if it's late night, like 10 p.m. Yeah. onward, when no one's in those yeah. theaters. Oh, please go ahead and do it. Smart. Yeah please so yeah it was a concept that uh, Shannon and I were going to do a while back that was not Wolseley but it never came to fruition and Shannon seems to have disappeared off the face of the earth
1: yeah I need to get in touch with her yeah I don't so, heard from her in a while hopefully she's
0: alright so I'm just going to take the idea and do it myself
1: <laughs> fine <laughs> You heard it here first.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's admitting to stealing the idea. Well, no, it's not stolen. It was an idea I came up with that I was going to work with Shannon on. Fair enough.
1: Oh, yeah, please do. I mean, I'm certainly not doing anything for fucking ages, It'll so I'd fun. like to go and see something. Finally
0: like to do one-night shows, small, yeah. you know, very similar to what I was doing with Wolseley, little small oh, shows.
1: Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Do it.
0: Easy moneymaker. Pay my bills every month with that.
1: Uh, I wouldn't see it as a money
0: maker. But, Three thousand dollars a month income on that, right there. you are making thirty-six thousand dollars a year doing immersive shows.
1: If you manage that, then good for you. I mean, you're you're lucky that you have the space to use. You know? I do. Yeah, so that's pretty good.
0: Let's talk about something besides the hallway to, on this episode. Whoa, what the fuck happened to my voice? Do you hear oh, that? Wow. <laughs> That's fucking starting to odd. sound like Donald Duck. That is really strange. Do you hear that?
1: I do hear it, yes. It's like it's... a
0: bubble, like a gas bubble cut yeah. in my throat.
1: I think I had one at the beginning Hold when me. we were recording, too. Yeah, you is to it gone? Okay, times. yeah, it's gone. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, that was odd. I mean, I've never That's caught odd. that on recording, but it's happened to me before. Uh, what I was going to say is, let's talk about something else. Um, I saw couple movies i don't want to give you a little popcorn buddies on oh
1: you see the uh, new james bond fuck
0: no oh, i can't be arsed I'm dying to talk i can't, about, be fucked. <laughs> can't be fucked with that. i'm dying to talk about the new james bond with someone is it good or bad uh, everyone seems to love it but i don't trust anyone's opinion anymore
1: it's uh no it's not good
0: mm.
1: it's not good it, it, and what's and the last especially, what's yes, the last uh,
0: bond movie you saw that you thought was good most recent chronological bond movie that you thought was good
1: um, it's difficult Mood because... Moonraker? <laughs> <laughs> no, there, there were better ones more recently than that. No, it's difficult because... Is Moonraker, like, terrible? Isn't it, like,
0: notoriously awful? It's, I think it's getting a bit of a
1: reappraisal now. Oh, okay. I, I, think, it's one of the, I, I think at the time, because it does end with him going into space and shooting laser guns for a bit. Fuck yeah. Uh, so it seemed like a bit of a short jump, but I think people now are looking back on it. Who is that Bond, the campy that Bond? Was Roger Moore? Roger, Roger Moore, Moore yeah. yeah. That's the one everyone likes to make fun of, but... To be fair, I mean, he had some of the best films under his belt. Uh, Yeah, so the most recent one that I thought was any good, I really, honestly, I'm not a fan of the Daniel Craig ones in general. Yeah. But Casino Royale is a better film than, for instance, uh, some of the later Pierce Brosnan ones like Die Another Day or The World Is Not Enough. Um, or Tomorrow Never Dies for that matter actually most Pierce Brosnan films. I, I
0: feel like Goldeneye only benefits from the video game
1: I think there is an element of that yeah although if because when
0: I watch it I'm like oh shit the video game
1: yeah uh, I mean the video game was so iconic that I think so people good. fondly remember the movie so more yeah. because of that than because yeah. the movie is especially good on its own although the movie is good like it, it was a good thing to happen to the James Bond franchise at that point because they had Timothy Dalton uh, you probably don't even remember. Well, you don't watch Bond movies, so you wouldn't I know. don't
0: think I've ever even seen... If I've seen five Bond movies, it's a lot.
1: Okay. I, should, I've seen, I, should.
0: I think I've seen GoldenEye once in its entirety. I've seen Skyfall. Yeah. So See, that I'm,
1: might be it. Okay. So, yeah, must, I've never you, you seen a James probably movie. have seen a couple of others. But, um, no, I don't think so. I don't yeah, like them. I don't like those movies. It's not as big out here. Um, yeah, in in England, thing. there's something wrong with you if you haven't got a pretty good bond knowledge because they're on tv all the time there i guess yeah we probably get better licensing or we just have a bit of national pride about them even though they were really concocted by an american the albert uh broccoli, Cubby broccoli.
0: no no the, the movies the movies salt and broccoli were fucking americans salt, what? wasn't the other guy's name salts saltsman that's fun salt and broccoli, Saltzman and broccoli yeah
1: well uh, i mean broccoli famously uh his family did invent broccoli <laughs> i'm not yeah. even joking that's true. That's uh, true. It was named named for his family. They were the ones who brought over a certain type of cauliflower and re-bred you know, it or whatever to create what we now know as broccoli. It was named after his
0: family. That's true. Huh. You, you can look it up. You know what's anyway. weird? Is it, uh, um, is it Arthur Knott? Something Knot? The guy who Walter did Knot. very... F- Walter Knott. Wait, no. That might be That's Walt Walter Disney. Disney. getting confused <laughs> with <yeah. laughs> Arthur's Arthur, right. Knott, I think maybe Knott. Arthur Knott. Yes, uh, he um, he invented the boysenberry. That's right. I'm like, why the fuck is that thing not called the Knot Berry? The
1: yeah, you, good point.
0: Well, that's my take.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, no, let's get into Bond for a little bit because this is this is going to tie into me being nostalgic for England too. I've recently so the new Bond movie came out.
0: Yeah, what's and, it called? Uh, no, no time to no die. No time to
1: die, which is one of the most. Generic bond tiles it's like they they're it into... all like that
0: Dude, there's no I mean I don't want to interrupt you
1: no they, no, because recently they, they'd been on a trend of actually giving them one word tiles,
0: which were skyfall yeah, so like skyfall not a real word sorry, skyfall is not a word. Is one it's one word It's two but it... words Stuck together to be yeah. one <laughs> Okay well how, how picky do you want to be It's just a fucking stupid title
1: They had been trying to Well first of all None of the recent titles Are I don't think Based on any Ian Fleming book That exists Where Didn't he only write
0: like Three or four of them No there were a bunch How I many James Bond books there, are a are bunch.
1: there Oh I don't know Fifteen or so Really? Yeah.
0: And they're full novels, or are they're yeah, like they're short novels. stories?
1: No, they're novels. They're they're full oh, novels. Good for him. And they're, he also wrote
0: Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. That's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So they've been doing so. Skyfall. Spectre. Spectre has been a, a thing in the Bond universe since uh, I think the very first one. Dot to now. I think they mentioned Spectre. It stands for, fucked if I remember. But it's basically like it's an acronym for we are a bunch of villains. Uh, the T stands for terrorism.
0: Suspicious people, entering, terrorism. It basically is that. <laughs> I think. I think. I think the first
1: E uh, stands for extortion as well. Yeah. No, it's pretty on the nose. Um, so when they filed their, you know, their, their uh, what do you call it? Fuck. you know, for, for registering a company. Yeah, <laughs> they have to, to write, that. write. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's just like, okay, well as yeah. long as you pay your fees, the LLC, Yeah, the LLC. So <laughs> <not even> <laughs> <to> explain what <laughs> nah, it they're a for, you know? They don't want to pay yeah, taxes. A non-profit <laughs> there. Um, yeah, but no, but there had been a trend of like kind of uh, giving them more sophisticated titles. So Spectre sounds good. Skyfall sounds good. Quantum of Solace is by far the worst
0: Bond title. <laughs> is <laughs> a quantum mean, a unit? Is well, that just like a small amount of solace? Is that's that what, that what That's
1: what I would imagine. But in the film, Quantum is the name of another baddie organization. So the movie... Oh, so wait.
0: So they provide... The, that
1: baddie organization provides called Solace? No, no. The to, uh, what's the fucking no, title the, mean the, then? The, the, the title, Quantum of Solace. It, it makes no fucking sense. That's uh, and that movie is widely considered to be one of the worst. And it sort that it's very of bad. is. Is that it, with Javier Bardem? No, that's Skyfall. Have you ever? No, Them's the villain in not...
0: Skyfall. No, because I saw Skyfall. You're wrong, though. He's the villain in it. Skyfall had cool moments in it. it uh, had uh, he? Um, there's a Komodo dragon.
1: Yes, yes, there Sick. is. That's that's the most Bondy thing about it. So Skyfall is where it really because when they rebooted it with Daniel Craig in 2005, they did Casino Royale, which is one of the better ones. Uh, so they thought to themselves, the last Piers Brosnan one went down terribly. I mean, it did well at the box office, but everyone was like, oh, this is fucking stupid now. Like, he's surfing on a fucking tsunami. Uh, he's well, like a tidal wave. He's um, He's got an invisible car that. Well, everyone. No, right. So I'm going to defend Diane Day for a little bit. Everyone okay, goes okay. on. Uh, everyone goes on. Whenever you Thank talk to God. anyone who's familiar with Bond, I talked to my dad about it recently. He goes, oh, Diane Day, invisible car, stupid. And I go, okay, well, you do realize that in one of the Roger Moore ones, he, they've got a he's got a little submarine that's disguised as a crocodile and at the beginning of goldfinger which is one of the best okay, well big ass crocodile <laughs> yeah to, to go through yeah. the swamp undetected yeah and at the beginning of goldfinger which is widely considered to be one of the best if not yeah. the best it begins with james bond swimming up to a uh, to a base so to a to a i think it's like a water tower or something that he's got to destroy with a little Plastic duck on its head, <laughs> as if as if that's going to fall in Well, first of all, it's like if you're underwater swimming, why have the duck to signify where yeah, you are at yeah, all? Like, exactly. why not just swim just underwater? Under the water. <laughs> yeah. So when people say oh, "fucking invisible car," now we're,
0: now we're pushing it. It's yeah. like no, well, no. Yeah. These movies have always they've been always been a little stupid. bit stupid. Yeah. So well, I hold think on. It's My question is, I, I mean, okay, Goldfinger. Yeah. Have you seen it? You've seen all of them? Of course I have, yeah. Okay, well, I don't fucking... You I've never I'm seen a, it. You know I'm a huge Bond head. That's true. I, and I guess that's a pretty... <laughs> that, that'd be weird if you hadn't seen it. And also,
1: it. if you grew up in England, like, they're on... I know like, you're a say, big Bond that, head,
0: and it wouldn't be funny if you've seen all of them. Except, you're like, I haven't gotten to that one yet. <laughs> <laughs> I miss Argu- Arguably the We're, most... I'm saving Goldfinger for <laughs> the last. most yeah. famous one. <laughs> no, of course I've seen Goldfinger. No, Plenty I mean, of that's sense. a weirdly horny movie. Uh, right? Yes. I mean, I've never seen it. But I've seen the trailers, and it appears there's a lot of naked broads painted gold well no and they see, can't breathe no, through the gold no, paint no, no, they're no, dead no, no. or are they already dead when he paints them oh my lord All right, no because I used to go to a repertory theater where they would play old movies and I was seeing some other movie but they were playing trailers the original trailer for Goldfinger okay, right. and trailers back then were like four and a half minutes long yeah, and they, they showed, showed nearly scenes, the entire yeah. fucking movie <laughs> so no the, the woman painted gold that that's a murder um, I know but- that's what I'm saying it was like he would murder bitches and then paint them gold
2: just, or just murder, murder them
0: once. by painting them gold just once yeah i think the
1: idea that they the explanation they give in the film is that um if you paint someone's skin entirely gold then they die of skin suffocation
0: right and which goes, is not bar, true belly
1: dancers get it you have to leave a small patch of skin on the back open in order to let the skin be it's total bollocks course. Yeah. Uh, but, but I, I just
0: it felt like yeah. a weirdly grotesquely horny way for people to die um, where it was yeah, like oh it's, yeah and it's it's, it's, rough. It's, of course it's got to be naked women too well she it's... cheated on uh,
1: so, so the, the reason she gets painted is because she was helping Goldfinger who's like honestly for a Bond villain an early Bond villain he's like this kind of sort of schlubby fat guy who <sighs> seems to dress in pajamas most of the time much like Goldmember yeah well yeah uh, a little bit similar uh, and she's helping him cheat at cards And for some reason, James Bond figures out that's what's going on and goes up there and seduces her instantly. And they go and bang. And then uh, he wakes up and she's being paid a gold. That's another
0: off-putting thing about the Bond movies is that he always, like, his penis is a death sentence.
1: Yes, they always die. It's
0: it's really, that was the thing, because again, I've not seen a lot of Bond movies. I remember finding Skyfall incredibly upsetting. Well, yeah.
1: I mean, I, I know what you're talking about in Skyfall. Because there's a specific...
0: It, so, Skyfall
1: is a weird Let's see if we one. remember it the same. Oh, I, I'll remember it because this... It's jumped, fucked up! It jumped out at me, too. Yeah, th- and I so, was like, in
0: 2011, this is well, like... Well, that's... Yeah.
1: So, that's the weird thing. I think it was a bit late in 2011. But, um... Yeah, I think it was 2015? Maybe Couldn't 2012. I, maybe. I was still in stock. Either way. Um, there's a... This is the one that's kind of really trying to reinvent him for the modern day. Yeah. The whole movie is very self-referential about... Like his lack of place in today's society, because Bond's, you know kind of you know a bit of a cad and a bit of a whatever. Sure. So it's trying to address that, but it also has he's he, a, he meets he's a profligate dandy, yeah, or a
0: profligate rake, profligate rake,
1: <laughs> and like just a fucking brutal murderer too. But yeah. um, it it has him when you take the humor out of it, that becomes more and more just kind of like ooh, you yeah, really exactly, are just killing a lot of people here, yeah, but um. There's a, a sequence where he meets a woman who is, to cut a long story short, being basically sex trafficked. Oh yeah, okay. So we do, we're on the yeah. same page so far. We remember it the same. So yeah, he, she's a sex
0: slave. She's basically a sex slave. The he worst fate. Yeah, very grim. You're already treading yeah. on thin ice with this So he meets matter.
1: her, then he kills her immediate captors, the guards that are mm-hmm, around. Mm-hmm. Kills them in a long stupid scene involving Komodo dragons. Yes, correct. And then she's in the shower on her boat, and he just sort of pops in, <laughs> yep. baller naked behind her. And he her. says,
0: you're in the line he says when he fucks her. It's a very weird line. What does he say? It says, you don't have to be scared anymore. Yeah. And then he <laughs> fucks her. And it's like, okay. Okay. It's a bit weird. I, guess, fair enough. I guess they, they were... were they I were, guess they're in love. They were flirting or whatever. I guess they're Fine. in love now. So he fucks her, and then they get captured by the bad guy. Which, and what happens, way, What fate befalls this poor sex slave?
1: Well, but, but before I talk about that, because I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, James Bond is a spy, apparently. He gets captured in, like, almost every film <laughs> he at sucks, various a job. points. He's and not only that, sex but sex people have made this point before, but uh, he's a spy, but he goes around telling everyone his real name <laughs> all the time. <laughs> and even if it's an alias, it's, he's using the same alias over <laughs> yeah, and over again to the point real. where it might as well be his real name. But he's going up to everyone to the point where in some of the earlier films, people recognize him who have no reason to recognize him. They go, oh, that's obviously James Bond, the famous spy. Like, well, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of spy is, is that this? MI6's James <laughs> Bond? Yeah, there are people playing cards who so recognize who he is. It's like, well, obviously you're not doing a great job there, as well as getting captured all the time. Um, but yeah, so no, he gets captured by, uh, I think, Silva is Javier Bardem's villain. And yeah. they get taken to this island. And Javier Bardem's got the, this woman tied up. With a uh, horrific, we feel terrible with a dissolving. glass of something on her head, scotch. Yeah. In Class fact, sco- that's right. Yes, no, yes, that's we'll find out because he- <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> we're on the same page. So she's got a glass of fucking Balvenie or whatever Jack that
0: yeah. is. On her <laughs> <head>. <laughs> it's, it's bullet rye, yeah. <laughs>
1: it's like mid shelf, <laughs> it's
0: the placid jug wild whiskey. turkey, the placid junk whiskey my dad drinks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but she's got that on her head, and he's trying to get him, uh, the villain's trying to get him, uh, Bond, to shoot it off the top of her head. Yeah. And he doesn't, he, he refuses, I believe. Something like that. And then Javier Bardem's character just shoots her right in the head, and she. that's her fate. Like her she fate died. is to be saved. Her fate
0: s- is to get raped her whole life, <laughs> get fucked in the shower get by James once Bond. Once by James Bond as payment. Yeah, may- <laughs> yeah, maybe have consensual sex once in her life. Wake up in the morning and get shot in the head by Javier Bardem while he, while he watches. And then as soon as she gets shot, yeah. And what's while his the the, while on the, the, senses are,
1: the senses are falling out. You know, she can maybe just about here. Her spirit's floating a little <laughs> bit above the ground, and Javier Bardem goes to Bond. What do you think of that then? <laughs> and James Bond says, <laughs> "It's a
0: waste, waste of, of good, good scotch,"
1: <laughs> and
0: then punches them
1: all in the face Fucking and says,
0: <laughs> "I was, I was." My hair was blown back because I guess I wasn't le- ready for the level of misogyny in the average Bond film, but it felt above and beyond. It, it was, was cheeky yeah. before. It was such a gritty movie that like, I was yeah. like, well, I didn't know that we were supposed to not much care for James Bond either.
1: No, it's, it's supposed to I, – I think they were trying to play it as a- – Oh, he says that to distract them to like shot them so he can because he immediately he says that and then immediately breaks free and kills half of them.
0: No, I thought it was just supposed to be a cool quip like that. Felt no, to me like an applause. It, it, line. it came.
1: Yeah, it was badly judged. I They're think. Badly directed. It was badly judged. I think you do get you, you do see in his eyes that you he's, know, he's really upset by this, and then he
0: says. But that But is it a long-standing to... tradition in Bond movies that every Bond girl that he hooks up with gets? fucking killed no not everyone but a lot of them do yeah the ones Crazy he ends up so with man. at the end
1: tend to survive clearly um oh yeah I mean, they'll this, have like an agent
0: friend it usually like be like one he, he has an average
1: in, in the early ones especially he has an average of about three different women per film good for him uh and usually one or two of those will die uh which is unfortunate oh but this but this also it, this is interesting it's addressed in um so on, let me ask you ladies as no, a public no, no, health no, no. service
0: one in three do you want to have sex with James Bond? Well, I mean, there, there, are a certainly chance th- of dying?
1: there are certainly a lot of the early movies. It seems like he's completely irresistible to the point where he will walk into a room and be hooking up with someone within a minute of yeah. dialogue. Yeah. Um, for no real reason, especially yeah. when he's Roger Moore. who's like, you know, in his 50s and yeah. there's like some
0: young, beautiful woman. And he walks in and he's just like, oh, well, we better start fucking, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. And, like, and well, there's, like a, there's like a broad in the bathtub and she's naked under the water and she's like give me something to put on and he's like okay and he brings out some stilettos and places them there and you're like you animal but so here's the the interesting thing thing that That absolutely happened in a bomb movie
1: the interesting thing about his (laughs) his uh, partner's dying though is that in On Her Majesty's Secret Service which is the only one that George Lazenby was in Okay. He was the only Bond to do just one and then be kicked out again. And Sean <laughs> Connery came back.
0: They're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, for a lot of different
1: reasons, it didn't work out. But actually, that, that movie also was getting a pretty good reappraisal. Like people, it's, it's quite a good Bond movie. It's just a bit weird that it's George Lazenby in it. But um, that movie ends with him getting married. And then his wife, on their wedding day as they're driving off to, to their honeymoon, um, gets shot and killed. And it ends with that. It ends with him crying over her dead body. my God. And then... Like one
0: ending for a fucking...
1: Yeah, but then they go, okay, George Lazenby didn't work. Let's bring Sean Connery back for one more and do Diamonds Star Forever, which is one of the like least reflective Bond movies ever. Um, but yeah, so, the, so that kind of set this pen of, you know, and he, he's almost cursed falling in love. Like, he can't fall in love because he gets everyone killed. Right. And this kind of gets brought back up with Skyfall, with um, spoiler alert M, who's like a mother figure to him. Yeah. Judy Dench getting killed, uh, but also very much in the last one. They, wait, the,
0: wait, Judy Dench gets killed in the most recent movie? In Skyfall, she gets killed. Really?
1: Yes. Oh. I thought you'd seen the movie. Uh, forgive me if i I I'm don't wrong. fucking remember. I just, I yeah. literally
0: only remember the parts with the lady. No, the um, scotch. But that fucking a, rocked my hair back. It
1: is a slightly. Skyfall's an odd one because it's the most meta one that I can think of. It, it is very self referential to the Bond franchise and how it's kind of outdated. I'm and, sure all of that was lost on me. Well, yeah, possibly, but it's definitely trying to make it a bit more kind of wokey, which is kind of expected in, you know, for a movie that was made in whenever it was, 2013, 2014. But. Um, but then it kind of, it not only undoes it with the bits like we mentioned with the sex slave being sort of mercilessly killed in front of him and him making a little joke. Uh, but also by the end of it, you know, M, the, the, the Judy Dench's M has been telling him how he's, you know, kind of a dinosaur and like mm-hmm. a relic of the cold war or whatever. She's been telling him that since golden but the end of the movie really does end with Judy Dench being completely crap at fighting and having to sort of cower and, Hide, um, Money Penny, who was a secret agent in this Craig reboot. She was an active in-the-field agent, then deciding to take a desk job as a secretary because it's all a bit too much for her. Oh it has God. a lot... And by the end of the movie, Emma's been replaced by a man. Right, very fierce. And it does have an element of like, all right, now the boys can get to work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it really does. Which is completely at odds now with it's time to what time their- to No Time
1: to Die. <laughs> well, the specter came between that, yeah. And then No Time to Die is... I, I mean, I don't want to spoil it because there's a pretty big fucking spoiler to be had there. I know it. Oh, you know it? Well, yes, I'm not going to say it on the podcast. but also I'll say it. No, it's not fucking worth it either. It, it's not... It, it's not... James Bond is gay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the spoiler. All right, that's my piss break. <laughs> keep, uh, keep us on Bond, though. I'd have one or, more to, one or two more boring things to say about it, and then I'll be done. I promise. Okay. All
0: right. I don't know why he won't spoil it, but I know what it is, and I don't care. Uh, uh, apparently, allegedly James Bond dies at the end of, uh, this fucking no time to die, ironically. And, um, and people were like, oh shit, it's over. Cause they've been talking about replacing Daniel Craig for a minute now. And then at the end they say James Bond will return as they do in all the movies, I think. And uh, so people were like whoa, 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 because people were like oh, they didn't say 007 will return because people have been talking about replacing him with a woman. Um, I think they were going to get Amy Poehler to play uh, James Bond in one of the movies, but they're like, yeah, you know, oh, they're going to replace him, and so they did, but they didn't say 007. They said James Bond will return, Jimothy Bond himself, legal name. So. Uh, people are people are really scratching their heads uh, trying to figure out what, what to make of all that. It's kind of like um, the Cicada 33. They're like, what the fuck could this mean? People have been taking time off from work to try to solve it. Yeah, Jameson, I, I mean, I'll tell you. Um, this is not a franchise worth preserving. It's not a franchise worth talking about. It's not good. I don't know why everyone loves it so much, including Sean. Um I, I would, I would say it's a step above Fast and the Furious, but it's not, not by much, well, not by much. Oh shit! I'm sorry, that's my bad. Sean just came back in and noticed that I accidentally left the fridge open. He seems Wait, hold on. What's this? I make sure. Oh, five percent. Actually, do you want a five percent, or are you done? I'm done.
1: Okay. all right what did
0: i miss did you spoil it i did yeah
1: oh well you shouldn't have done that oh
0: fuck them
1: no nah, the you
0: fucking listeners yeah,
1: it's important you, you're speaking to someone who has potentially watched half of a bond movie <laughs> yeah i watched skyfall <laughs> and uh, you don't seem to remember that at the very stockton well imax theater
0: <laughs> the regal
1: no look uh what's it called no time to die yeah it's it's not great. Right it's not great it's a bit disappointing but uh, I don't know I didn't like any of the Dino Craig's I, I didn't mind Casino Royale kind of Quantum of Solace is, mm. yeah no it's not very good it's not very good it has one of the worst villains ever as well and this is a problem with it being delayed as much as it was because you know it was like pretty much the first casualty of COVID the Bond movie they finished it in 2019 i believe really yeah so it's been finished it's been in the can for a while um and it was supposed to be released in april i believe 2020 and obviously that couldn't happen because the world shut down then it kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed and eventually it's finally come out in october uh 2021 so I think at the time, they were really happy that they got Rami Malek to play the villain.
0: Hell, yeah.
1: <laughs> Mr. Fresh, Robot himself. Fresh off the heels Freddie of uh, <laughs> winning the Oscar for playing Freddie Mercury. Unfortunately, time hasn't been too kind to to that. Um, and no one really cares about Rami Malek anymore, and nor should not they. Not so much. It doesn't uh, seem he, that way anyway. He's a really, really shit villain. And granted, that's not all his fault, but it is kind of. Like, he's a fucking... You know, he's a fairly tedious presence on the screen. Um, And the villain is one of the most inane villain plots in a Bond movie ever. And that's including some of the really stupid ones from the 60s and the 70s. His plan is that he can devise nanobots, basically, that are transmitted by skin-to-skin contact that can directly target a certain person's DNA. So they basically map the DNA of certain people. Like either specific people or people who are all part of the same organization or people of a certain race and have this skin-to-skin contact virus, essentially, robotic virus, uh, be transmitted, effectively committing genocide. And, of course, they have a um, they have a Russian kind of comedy scientist in there who... The villain, his motivations seem pretty vague. Like, you're not not really sure why he wants to do this. He sort of says something about the world being better over population, blah, blah, blah. But um, this comedy scientist makes no bones about it, and he just kind of keeps muttering under his breath something to the effect of "you know, like oh, I get get rid of all the blacks," yeah, <sighs> something like that, you know. And then obviously he gets killed by by a, a black woman um, who says possibly the worst quip in any Bond film: "Waste of good scotch." No, it's <laughs> even worse than that. Given the title, of the film is especially bad. That the this I don't have time to die. <laughs> Uh, she, no! uh, she she is about to kick him he's, he's saying some racist shit uh-huh. and she is I, I think about to kick him off a ledge or something and she just goes do you know what time it is it's time to die and oh kicks him off the ledge. And I was like, Are you, Fuck you fucking yes. kidding me? First of is. all, time to die. is that, That's a catchphrase that's already been used in Blade Runner, if you remember. I've never seen Blade Wake Runner. Wake up, time to die. You don't I've remember that? I've never seen Blade Runner. Fucking Christ, dude. I, I can't talk about anything with you. <laughs> I've never seen a film before. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, no time to die. It's, it's not great. It has one or two good bits. One or two good bits.
0: Uh, Robocop, I saw that. Well, yeah, Robocop's good. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. Remember that in the commercial? And later the using the Mr. Mr. Bungle. Bungle. That's <laughs> kind of
1: where I heard it first. <laughs> that's why it stuck out It's, it's funny you notice know, you recognize things from Mr. Bungle songs. Yeah, you? yeah. oh, like, oh that's what yeah. That from.
0: Oh, dude, same thing with when I watched Blue Velvet. Blue Velvet <laughs> a ton of Blue's that. like, a in the only thing album. I can't yeah. stand is warm fucking beer, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it might be the same song. Uh, mm. Girls of Porn? I don't think the warm beer was... In oh, it might porn. be in the carousel. Yeah.
1: Anyway, um... Getting back to Bond, we quick quit, though. So my dad's 70th birthday recently, and this bomb film came out, and that kind of reinvigorated me. I started watching a couple of the old ones, and I figured... My dad liked them, too. He was probably the one who got me into them in the first place. I was, I'd watched all of them by the time I was, like, nine. I managed to get them all on VHS sort of recorded them from the TV, because they're on TV all the time in the UK. And I got him, for his 70th birthday, uh, the complete collection on Blu-ray, which is nice. And I got my watch, you know, a nice little leather strap watch and mm-hmm. engraved on the back of it. We have all the time in the world, which is a Bond reference that you would get if you uh, knew a fucking thing about it. That's fun. Yeah. I like that. That's and, sweet. Yeah. And, uh, so the idea was I got in the Blu-ray and we were going to um, once a month or maybe twice a month. Uh, we're going to watch two films a month, basically. Aww. So we'll get through them all within a year.
2: Um,
1: nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. So we, we hey, on, you know, do that for me. you wouldn't you wouldn't know the first thing about um yeah yeah so we on so on the day on the day that i went over and gave him his gifts and stuff we sat and watched dr no and um you know what nah fuck it it's still good it's really good and it's not not. as questionable as i would have expected if anything i find the daniel craig one's a bit more questionable because they have the... Like, like you were saying, it's like, oh, I thought the sexism was all kind of cheeky banter. and it is just you know, horrific. In the Daniel Cray ones, because they're trying to be so gritty and serious, when something like that in Bond's character is brought up, you kind of do look at it like, ugh. Yeah. Rather than <laughs> kind of like, oh, lads,
0: you know, boys will be boys. <laughs> yeah.
1: But then again, I guess they would say that's an improvement. They're like, oh, no, but you're looking
0: at it going, ugh. Yeah, but who wants <laughs> to watch a movie like that where you fucking hate... Where you're like Ugh, yeah. No, this guy's an actual sociopath. I think that's. What they, I think they were trying to go like a Batman route with Daniel Craig yeah, Bond, where they of, were like, like oh, he's yeah. he's actually a sociopath, or like there's actually something. Wrong with him. Uh, yeah, I mean, there he's were, like a, he's a killer. He's a dog. Well,
1: in every pretty much every Daniel Craig film, except perhaps the first one, he's always sort of a reluctant spy. He's, yeah. He's, it's like, first of all, you, you don't stay in M.I. It's like, I'd C- rather C- be so you committing murders on the streets of London. No, he's yeah. just always a bit like grumpy about having to sort of be involved. Um, he, Every film, it seems like, after Quantum of Solace, seems like he's in retirement somewhere and gets brought back. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know, kind of strange. But, yeah, no, it's an absolute, like, you know, have your cake and eat it world that they've constructed there. I mean, it started in GoldenEye, really, because that's when they first sort of tried to bring him up to... Up to the times, the Cold War was over for a start, and that was like Bond fiction is entirely based on the Cold War. Uh, so now the Cold War's over, and you know, fucking East and West Germany are back together, and like all of that's kind of done. So they make this film called Goldeneye, and they bring in M, a new M, who is uh, Judy Dench, who basically yells at Bond for being, you know, an old misogynist. She uses the word misogynist in Goldeneye because a misogynistic dinosaur. Judy Dench
0: plays M even in Goldeneye. Yeah, she's been around for a while. So she's been the same M for like 20, 30 years? Mm, t- so she's just, just died under the 20. Under 20, yeah. Um, now she's at the best exotic Marigold Hotel. That's right,
1: yeah. Um, so she she gives him this whole speech where she calls him a misogynist and a dinosaur and kind of like, I'm the boss now. Things are going to change around here. And then, you know, everyone claps in the theater, presumably. But then he walks off into the world and, you know, starts banging a woman called Zinnia on a top. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. But it's kind of the same thing with uh, Skyfall and all that. Like, yeah, you're you're trying to reinvent him. You're trying to look at him through for, know, for a modern lens, a, a more kind of socially aware prism. But then you have him banging a sex slave and everyone going, yeah,
0: get in there, get boy. It. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he didn't even pay her nothing. <laughs> he got a freebie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's gone and been dead now, James.
1: Right, right. Whereas I preferred like, in the old ones, it was, like, pure sexism, and occasionally a little bit racist, too. like You know, with um, Sean Connery kind of yellowing up i suppose you would say it?
0: <laughs> it's like the fook me fook you in
1: austin powers no no it's worse than that he oh, pretends God. to be a japanese guy he gets, and you only oh. that twice. Yeah, oh, he gets made. made up. I thought
0: you were racist. I thought you were saying that having sex with a Japanese woman was called yellow no, I would up. never say anything like well, that. Well, I don't know what the fuck you meant, but I was trying to go. No, it's over like it. well,
1: the, uh, well, blacking up, but the, the equivalent with becoming Asian. He's, like he's putting like, on, on yellow saying. face, I suppose. That's yeah.
0: fucking crazy.
1: Well, like, professionally, you know, like getting his eyes kind of like pulled so that up he can go stuff, bang yeah. girls. Not to bang girls, it's part of his spy mission. But then he also ends up... Well, he does, actually. Yeah, he does end up... He's at the top of the staircase, like, fucking breakfast at Tiffany's. (sighs) Kind of, yeah. No, it's a long, weird scene with, like, this kind of, you know, Japanese music in the background. But, um... (laughs) Yeah, so there's a lot of that, but it, it always feels kind of in keeping with the tone. All right, but this is a silly film anyway. You know, it doesn't matter so much. Right. The Dan and Craig ones are so gritty. they so realistic. Stuff like that pops like, in, oh, you know, it, it hurts. It's, it hits. It's not so good. Yeah. I mean, in, in Goldfinger, he does, you could argue, um, rape uh, the lesbian out of someone. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god yeah so that scene is rough to watch now uh, with Pussy Galore who is quite clearly presented when she's introduced she's presented as being probably a a lesbian she's a whole woman and she's very like you know strong and kind of forceful and independent and uh, he just kind of like confronts her in a barn and sort of forces himself on her and then she's not gay anymore Oh, my God. Yeah, it's kind of strange. Which movie and not is that? Not in? only is she not gay anymore, she practically becomes his servant, including risking her own life, which she was not like before. That's Goldfinger. That's the, that's the one everyone loves. <laughs> yeah, and her name is Pussy Galore. Of course. Well, she was getting it. Mm-hmm. She was getting Pussy
0: Galore. Now she simply
1: is. Yeah. We actually have... My family have a good connection with that movie because my dad used to wart the dogs of the woman who gets painted gold at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, he bought the actress's dogs and then uh, you, many years later after i was a big bond fan on a black man who played pussy galore ended up at our house doing what no she came to a party there oh that's nice uh, a party my parents were having sunday dinner yeah was did just about, you talk to her yeah i or did you, yeah. you're like hey
0: i love i, I love, love pussy Gold galore finger. i love when you got <laughs> raped in, that James bond yeah. movie in the barn High five.
1: No, no, I just remember her. she she wasn't especially friendly, but she humoured me when I said, Oh, I'm a big fan, blah blah blah. I like, loved Goldfinger growing up. Um all I really remember was like,
0: not anymore.
1: She ate all the sausage rolls. She's British, by the way. Like, oh, I, I don't sausage. know why you're assuming she had a Oh I an every, every fucking
0: femme femme fem in uh Eye in a Bond movie is like Russian. Mm, no, or not Eastern always. European or South uh, American. Yeah, fairly often, you're right.
1: The, yeah. No, not in those cases. Pussyclaw British as, can be. And she, Oi!
0: I'm a big old lazy, I am! And name's
1: Honor Blackman. Does that sound like
0: a, an issue? Well, I'm European saying is the character.
1: Yeah, Pussyclaw.
0: Yeah. Oi! James, I told you I was gay. Me yeah. minge.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see, if only you'd looked over the British accents in your show, then.
2: Hey,
0: that's not had any of the problems. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me, give you, let, me give you her, let me give you a real British. Give me a give me a region. A region? Yeah. All right,
1: Birmingham. Midlands.
0: Okay, hold on, hold on. He he comes out, Stu. He comes out.
1: <laughs> no, you're copying Stuart Lee, but he doesn't really have that much of a brummy accent. I don't
0: know. I don't know what's it sound like i can't do it either all right well, not really. i guess we're up shit's Creek then
1: <laughs> i'm not professing to be able to but i, I can definitely point out the black blackman who plays pussy Galore is english
0: is she brought no i no. don't think so no she has a what do they call it like the generic british accent received, <sighs> british, oh, received british pronunciation what do they call it R- Received RP? pronunciation yeah yeah but
1: that's less and less of a thing
0: really now it's only that's just it. for television right
1: No, it's just kind of shorthand for people who speak with a very distinctive, yeah, like posh traditional English accent. Yeah, but that's not very many
0: people anymore. John Ronson.
1: Yeah, I don't know. You know who's great? You know who
0: who basically has the RP of American accents? Harold Bloom. um, He's a literary scholar. And he would literally, he would go on Charlie Rose. I've been listening to a lot of Charlie Rose interviews recently. Why? They're good. They're fucking good. I remember them
1: being good, too. He's a, he's a sex pest, though, isn't he? No. Yeah, he got
0: canceled. No, no, no. That was like Tom Brokaw.
1: No, it was Charlie Rose. I'm pretty sure.
0: I don't care. I don't. He, got, he lost his he job. Did. Is this the guy who came downstairs in a robe? I, I think that was Tom uh, Brokaw.
1: I don't know. But, but even if uh,
0: it was Charlie Rose, I don't give a I, shit. I, I believe you record. won't
1: find any Charlie Rose after twenty seventeen. Far I don't care. I
0: assumed he was dead. Oh. I don't give a fuck. No, he's just dead to the I'll go on record. I don't care. He's made a lot of great interviews. And, I remember would, him being a good interviewer, you right. Well, even not even a great interview, it's just a good format. Whoever the director of the show was good. Because they were doing podcasts before there were podcasts. Because it was yeah. basically just an unbroken single take. Yeah. Maybe a little no, you know, Charlie and the interviewer. Yeah. But it was like it wasn't uh it wasn't like a uh, short form ten minute get your bits out, get your promo out interview. Yeah. They were long form yeah, you're right, you're thirty right. minute segments yeah. that were like a podcast. And he was decent in them, but um he got crazy guests. He would get like fucking Noam Chomsky and Harold Bloom and David Foster Wallace and like the like the great intellectuals of his time. Anyway, he – I forgot what I was. Oh, Harold Bloom has been on there many times. But this guy is so pretentious and so hilarious that he would always call Charlie Rose Charles. Like <laughs> almost make a point of it. He'd be like, Charles, uh, I, I, the problem is that the, the school of resentment, which is what I call the neo-feminist – movement in the collegiate world they are uh, he's american he's talking with like this kind of almost british like he would say like avalanche but he'd go avalanche (laughs) in
1: this american voice kind of transatlantic he was
0: so weird (laughs) like old movie stars yeah yeah Yeah, he was awesome harold bloom is the king dude look that guy up (laughs) will do next time you'd love him yeah he would he would definitely be based by today's standards
1: most likely Have you ever seen David Mamet interviewed? No That is the epitome Of like an he's absolute base? wanker No, no uh, uh, Just being very pretentious and oh, But also cancelable I would say He's got some pretty Cancelable opinions Glen Gary Glenn Ross Is that him? Yeah, yeah That's what he's most famous for He actually turns up he, he worked with Ricky Jay a lot Cycling of back course, to the very beginning Of all our those conversation here tricks. Yeah No, he directed his He wrote the
0: foreword to He learning. directed
1: his one word show Uh, his one man show the 52 Assistants I believe David Mamet directed that yeah that's a pretty pretentious magic show too. if you've ever seen it it's good though I like it Ricky is great yeah it is a bit wanky though it's kind of like uh, fucking yeah I know I could get on get on about magic get on about James Bond all the things I like that you know nothing about
0: Fucking idiots!
1: Yeah, I don't know much about. So what's, it, what's it like recording
0: else? to philistines? The only time they get excited is when we talk about fucking coasters. They love it. Oh my god, they love it. They email me every day. Totally, about roller coasters. Oh my god, Max! I'm so excited. You talked about coasters on the last episode.
1: Yeah,
2: I...
0: I'm like talk to Sean about this, and they're like, "I'm intimidated."
1: Well, we did. We both. I know. If we, we both... ever got
0: an audience, I feel like I'd be the one who got all the emails. Oh yeah, probably because everyone You're would more, be more approachable. Of you. <laughs> I, don't know, I feel like I'm <laughs> softening. I, be, I would be because in my good moods, like in like one hour of the day, I'd be all excited and responding to everybody, and like two hours later, I'd be like, "Why is why am I so famous? Everyone leave me alone!" These ten emails I got in the course of a week.
1: <laughs> I feel like I'm softening a little bit, I, I, especially when it comes to things that I know I can talk a lot about. Yeah, um, so roller coasters being one. James Bond. If anyone's got any hot Bond takes, I'm happy to talk and to you about them. And three being
0: Ricky Jay, or at least Ricky magic Jay, in sure. general.
1: Magic, yeah, I'll talk about that at length. I've been born with, like this fucking poor Slack that I was only really a member of, I think, because I'd done a show, mm-hmm. but I was not really going to any shows. So I'd done them, and then we both got invited. You were more active in the community side of it than I was. In I didn't the really slack. Yeah, like like when, when we doing, yeah, when oh, we were doing Slack? Yeah,
0: because when way, we were... I was way in it back then.
1: Yeah, because we were, you, you were doing other shows. You were doing things like Lost mm-hmm. Experience and stuff. So you were familiar with all that community, whereas I really wasn't. So I kind of ended up in this, like, I, I got invited to it mm-hmm. and ended up in there. And I was really not, uh, not even really a lurker. Like I didn't really even look at it very often unless I specifically wanted to know about something that was going on. Um, but then, yeah, for whatever reason, <laughs> I've started talking a lot about roller
0: coasters. Yeah, and it? I've completely checked out.
1: <laughs> so I'm blowing up with my bullshit about roller Even coasters. Sean Rader
0: just going in there, fucking yeah, to the point stoked. where we got
1: we got sent off to a yeah, a, Kirk. Kirk smacked <laughs> yeah,
0: you down. The
1: Kirkadile got annoyed because we weren't it. talking about Disneyland. Yeah, he wasn't he didn't like that. He like, no, we'll keep the theme parks one for Disneyland. Which is crazy like, cuz the vast majority of theme parks
0: are what you're talking They have about. roller coasters yeah. in them.
1: I, th- I I thought that was a little bit unfair.
0: I don't know, I think but, it's fucked. I think it's fucked up that nobody's talking about like Fairytale Park or whatever <laughs> in New Jersey. What's that? Like those theme parks that are just like a bunch of little fucking statues of like nativity scenes, whatever, fairy tales.
1: No, I mean, it seems to mostly be Disneyland that they want to talk about. Maybe you should have a separate channel for Disneyland. But Uh either way, I'm not complaining. Get him. Not complaining. Uh, Having a a dedicated coasters channel, which is basically just me and Sean and and occasionally occasionally Robert Fuller will pop his head in. Um, But not only that. I've been I was talking about Darren Brown too much and uh got sent to a separate channel for that as well. To talk about magic. Max is on his phone. So I'll wait. Go on. No, I'm sorry, I will not have the I will not have this. I will not have you resting your mic on your tit whilst you're on your phone and kinda of muttering out of the corner of your mouth into it. Say, so, oh
0: go on, you know, just keep going, keep boring everyone. Come
1: on, go on. I'm talking about how I'm worried that I'm very boring. <laughs> and then I'm on my phone. <laughs> and then you're on your phone not even paying attention to me talking about that. It really worries me. I feel like I'm becoming an absolute
0: bore. Uh well, I can't you help got married. Like, You had oh, a kid, is... you moved to Thousand Oaks. What are you supposed to do? <laughs>
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, like, when, it, when it comes to that Slack anyway, it's like, all right, someone's talking passionately about something. Bro, I
0: listen, you're the most interesting person in that Slack by far. Oh, from what don't I say be, that. No, uh, no, no. Maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, but, no, that's unfair, I think. But nah, I I'm think absolutely well, boring. Well, but I talk, well a but, very <laughs> small few of them even came to see the hallway, so. Oh, really? Fuck them, as far as I'm concerned. Is that
1: right? I, uh, I would have thought most would have Susie come.
0: did, and Robert did, first and foremost. Robert's the guy, but uh, Melissa, Susie, and Robert were the hallway denizens. Athena can, I'm sure. She mentioned it. Yeah, I don't even think about Athena being in there. Athena's never in there either.
1: Oh, fair enough. Well,
0: sometimes. We're talking shot. Let's talk the real shit. You're going to the illusion tomorrow night. Me too. No, you're going oh, to Oh, you're not coming? Night. No. Oh. The, I saw it already. Sorry, I thought you said you were going. I saw it. Oh, okay. I didn't realize Katie that. Katie gave me a press pass thing. Not a press Katie pass. Katie
1: Wiggins? I, She's still alive.
0: Yeah, she's in it, oh, dude. Maybe you'll
1: see her. I haven't seen her for a long she time.
0: She gave me a Friends and Family Night thing. Oh, that's nice of her. It was very nice of her. Um, she always does. She's always... I think just because she knows I like immersive stuff. And she's like, yeah, come see it. It was actually very unfortunate. I didn't see her in the show. Yeah? Yeah. They like She told them, this guy is coming to see me tonight. Mm. And they put me in the wrong fucking group at front of house. Oh, that's it sure. was a mess when I rolled up. It was like...
1: Yeah, she told for... me she was like
0: get here at seven i was like okay i got there at seven it's out in the middle of fucking nowhere by the way it's
1: in Pomona, right yeah, yeah it
0: literally in the middle of fucking nowhere like an industrial road that happens to have something resembling a mansion on it mm-hmm. and they like, what the hell is this and so you get there i got there it's still bright out the fucking front gate is like locked still oh really well, well it wasn't no, no it wasn't locked it was just closed so there's kind of people milling around, and I just kind of open it and walk inside. And there's like a podium there where, like, clearly a front of house will call check in person would be standing. Mm. It's completely empty. There's actors in costume just wandering around the grounds, completely you, out of character. Were you in the
1: first time slot?
0: i guess i don't been, yeah. i didn't end up going in for another 90 minutes after i got there
1: i've heard that that's quite common yeah, yeah.
0: even yeah. on friends and family night apparently mm. so i i wait I, sorry
1: was friends and family night before the main show opened? yes yeah it's okay. like, so, maybe it's like were... so you
0: can be forgiven that's why i was yeah, like yeah. oh something last minute tech went wrong i know yeah, how these things go sense. yeah but then apparently it's happening during the real show true oh. um So I rock up. There's nobody there. I'm just standing. I could walk onto the set if I wanted to. That is like how big the delusion production is. Mm. No hand knows what the other hand is doing. Right. So like I, I am fully confident that if I wanted to, I could have just walked straight through the house right into the actual show. I see. And just been like, hey, I'm your sub for the show tonight. I'm going to be playing Stucky. Okay. Or whatever the Haunted Puppet and <laughs> you're Delusion is you to bring one of your called. characters in. Well, dude, they have a Haunted <laughs> Puppet
1: and Delusion, too. Oh, they do? Oh, yeah. Good. All right. Yeah. Well, no spoilers, because I'm going tomorrow. Oh,
0: sorry. So we'll talk about it uh, after I've been. Yeah, I'll just say it's, um... I'm very grateful that Katie gave me a ticket. I thought it was very nice. I thought it was very impressive production in a lot of ways.
1: It should be. It I is mean, considering it's, how big they are. Yeah.
0: It's. Um, I would say every day we we stray closer from God's. We stray further from God's light. <laughs> it's like the show just keeps trying to get bigger in terms of its tech.
1: Is it trying? Would you say this one was a step up from Blue Blade in, in terms, terms of tech?
0: Of- of- yeah, or in terms of quality, in terms of production value. In some ways, no. Because Blue Blade had certain that like I can't imagine I getting much more. Blue Blade than had that, bigger yeah. things to work with. Mm-hmm. Like bigger spaces. Really?
1: Yeah, this like S Dodo's not that big. It's, no, but the area large.
0: behind it where they had like the giant mountain and shit like that. That like, was in
1: the main stage area, I'm pretty sure.
0: I don't know. I yeah. just know okay. that I just know that I remember thinking Blue Blade was very big. It was. This was big too. But it's a lot of like, you can tell it's a lot of dressing up of an already existing set. Right. It's a, it's, it's in a mansion and it takes place in a mansion.
1: Is it, is it scary?
0: No, of course Aww. not. What the fuck? You think it's ever been scary?
1: I've only been to the Blue Blade and that was notoriously the not scary one because it was no, more. No, it's not scary at all. Like it's, I Jones. couldn't even
0: fathom someone being scared of it. But. Oh, that's a shame. No, but it's like a. It's not meant to be. It's not scary. It's like it's a, called
1: Reaper's Remorse, and it was a Halloween show. You'd think metal it'd be a title, by the way.
0: It's a very metal title, yeah. It's like a Children of Bodom album. I, I was gonna say Cradle of Filth. Nah, they would do it. be a bit flowery. Yeah. <laughs> Lepidopterous lament. Yeah, that's closer. You <laughs> are getting closer. Cryptoriana and the Curse of fucking whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's interesting. I'll say that I have no idea what the plot was. Right. The thing with delusion shows is they always seem to have relatively complex plots. Mm. And I'm like, how the fuck could you expect someone to follow this? It's funny you should say that because all Hallways Eve... It doesn't uh, have a plot. <laughs> it has mythos. It has self-contained plots. I it suppose. has mythos, yeah. but you're just like, okay, well, like you can get through that whole show and not know what's going on at all. Yeah. And it doesn't rely on some payoff where they're like, you remember what happened 30 minutes ago? No, fair enough. Yeah, this yeah. is like, oh, you have the amulet. Well, here's the twist about the amulet. Mm. I I am the amulet. Oh, and I'm whoa, like
1: whoa 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 no spoilers, That's not what actually man.
0: happens. But okay. I'm just like I didn't <laughs> even know we had an amulet. That's right. like what's going on in Reaper's Remorse, aka yeah. Legionnaires. We get Lament. split up
1: a fair bit, right? So there might be a couple of
0: that would be a dumb bit of uh, structure to have the plot get given in places where the
1: audience is missing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know enough about it. Well, I, I know the um...
0: I'll say this. It's fun. I'll uh the version I saw. The tech was fucking wonky. Oh, really? Nothing was right. Sound cues were off. Visual cues were off. Okay. Like, we walked... We were with a guide character, and we walked past a mannequin of that guide character's dead body that was clearly not supposed (laughs) to be there yet.
1: Yeah, but you did go on a preview night, so yeah, if, quite again, possibly totally fair. That yeah. I didn't pay a
0: dime. I was very happy with my experience.
1: Yeah, I, I know we tried to go when our mutual friend Ian, the Juice of Heath, mm-hmm. uh, was in it. Because um, it's he was in or there or, when I was there. Yeah, uh, uh, and apparently I went there with his wife. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, yeah. Apparently he. Every time someone says they're coming to see him, it's the one shift that he's booked off. Of course. And apparently that's going to be the case tomorrow. But I think that means we're going to get to see our other mutual friend, Jan and Scotty, in his stead. Because in Delusion, yeah. they always yeah, they play the they, same yeah. character. <laughs> Which is odd. I didn't think they had that similar a body type, but I guess yeah, they do. they're, they're both skinny. similar-ish. They're, you know, they're blonde. They're kind of fair-haired and fair-skinned thin. and kind of thin. And yeah. yeah, it makes sense. I understand. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well... I think that about does it, then.
0: Right. All right, boys. Well, right, Sean's going to go pick up his
1: kid. Got to pick up the kid. Got to do my family duties.
0: Join us next week for an episode of uh, a review of Delusion. Well, we didn't get to do a Halloween episode. Bardo total. I, I was trying
1: to get you over last week, but you were too busy. Um, but I would have liked to have done a probably spooky Halloween.
0: Halloween episode. I no, me neither. Mother- oh, no, I did. I did. I didn't do a motherfucking thing. Oh,
1: Halloween. no, actually, yeah, no, we did bizarrely the town right next to us simi valley they do halloween proper Really? and i didn't realize that yeah like a whole simi block. valley is
0: the halloween spot huh? yeah a
1: whole block. it was it was a production yeah mm-hmm. so i don't know we'll talk about that or okay. probably we won't because it'll be like two weeks too late but
0: no nah, man i fucking I, I yeah my halloween was uh you didn't even go to not scary farm i know i'm disappointed by that i wonder if i still have time I think i could go tonight I don't know. Is it still going? I think it goes till like the first week of November. Oh, yeah. Fucking pop on over.
1: Let's see. See how terribly it's being run. The
0: problem is, is that it's uh, it's all the same mazes. They only have one new maze this year. Mesmer? Yeah. And Jenny did text me in the middle of the night to tell me how awesome it is.
1: Yeah, but Jenny also thinks things are awesome if they're
0: and you know, brightly colored and cheap. that's kind of what I think. <laughs> are you? Am I going to see you at the wedding? By you the way? are. Yeah, I'll cool. be there. See you. Yeah. Hope she stays next to each other. You're going to see me. You're going to see me <laughs> flirting with all my old coworkers. I assumed you'd be the
1: bridesmaid, the maid of honor. Absolutely, yeah. We didn't even get to talk about theme park worldwide on this. Oh, shit. Charlotte. Charlotte. <laughs> oh, look, we're all these laughing are my at you. Big mates are laughing at you, Wait. Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's
1: like these two women in babies. fucking awesome. <laughs> they barely understand a word he's saying. Oh, there oh, like, we go. 270,000 subscribers. Theme park worldwide.
0: You're about to go viral. Charlotte. Charlotte, Charlotte she hates this. My, my friends don't hate it. Oh, you do where. it. Fair. <laughs> everyone pointed Charlotte and say fat
1: I mean basically yeah <laughs> he, might as well he took the first opportunity to like gang up on her the poor fucking woman
0: <laughs> she's she's a company the only the holiday suffering Charlotte they've
1: been together eight years the only holiday they get is when he takes her to fucking Poland to go to
0: Energylandia yeah <laughs> <laughs> he he described her as the uh, the perennially grumpy Charlotte. She like, she's not grumpy. She's put upon. <laughs> she's fucking suffering. No, I mean quite often because his whole thing is being like, oh, and that's a fantastic ride. Yeah. You know, just
1: like being really happy about every single shit coaster we goes, <laughs> like, including the kids coasters. You know, going yeah, on every course. single thing at the park and be like, wow. And she's just, like, that was fucking horrible. I thought didn't like it. <laughs> fucking hate it Christ and he's like no
0: well it's not for everyone but I like to hear it people <laughs> well, what did you think like it? The, but I'm gonna find a nice Belgian mistress <laughs> to like it dude I, I kind of like
1: him because he's he's sort of faintly ridiculous but he, he, he did a he did a trip to Magic Mountain and then he he you reviewed X2. And he goes. Well, it's funny to see it sponsored by Twix because it's kinda of like a Twix, you know, left side or right, which is your favourite? Write down in the comments to let me know, oh my god <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know what? I as wrote the two sides
1: of tweets are different, they're as not they're said, the same. <laughs> said, by
0: the way, as said on the PQP recently, I wrote X2, and I got to tell you, the first thing pops in my head, this is just like a Twix. <laughs> <laughs> they had tweet sponsorship, I guess, and he's like, left side or right, which is that? your favorite? The thing I noticed up the X2, I don't think we talked about this, the X2 uh, s- like theming is bizarre. It's it's. it's well, did you have the audio on? It's grimmer than Movie 43. Uh, was no. it was
1: it playing the audio when you did it?
0: What, like on the ride? Yeah, It's no, supposed to have onboard no. audio, which has like full metal jacket quotes as you're going up. Oh, well, so when, when you go up backwards, there, you hear like. I went on a long time ago, it would play like. It would be like, You make me feel so young. It would play like ironic lounge music while you were ascending Little Hill. And then it would get still, more it, intense as you It's supposed
1: went out. to have that. It has. Yeah. Um, Aerosmith going down. Yeah, right. No, none down. of that yeah. was working. And like then it well. plays Beastie was, Boys Sabotage was throughout was the rest of the night. No, <laughs> there is no audio whatsoever. No, it apparently it yeah. hasn't worked for ages. There's yeah. meant to
0: be flames on it, too. There's meant to be a fire. I remember both of these things from when I went on it the first time. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. And, uh, I, no, none of good. it. None. Uh, however, it did have... Uh, well, it didn't have much, but what was I getting at? Oh, the theming on the way in, in the like line area which you have to walk through the whole fucking thing Even this empty. There's no shortcuts. You got to like walk yeah. through every stanchion, every little weird curve, the cattle. Uh, they keep they talking yeah, about, are man. you a type X or a type a or something like that? <laughs> and it, And it's basically like, do you fucking like stacking papers for fun? Like a nerdy bitch. <laughs> you must be a type a, do you like skydiving? You must be a Type X. Oh, but like no. they're really riding the like which type are you thing all the way up to when you get on the train. <laughs> and then the is a big says, banner over the top like Type X because you're on the yeah, ride. what type are you? And then there, there's also like a weird. I remember saying this is a joke a while ago, but it's kind of true. It was like. There's like this weird thing where they're like, oh, fucking eight fetuses have splattered from pregnant women riding. Like, they make it sound medically and scientifically dangerous oh God, as you're getting yeah. on the ride. It's very odd. Well, I mean, full it's throw, definitely, a, it's definitely even down to the name, it's definitely a product of like the extreme era. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's more
1: forgivable because that ride, even X2, you know, it's still within the 2000s. Yeah. Which is all right, fair enough. Everyone wore Oakleys and thought they were awesome, you know? Oh, yeah. But False Rattle, that was launched in 2013, and that has very similar
0: theming. Yeah
1: where it's just like a video of like people snowboarding and are you a and fucking going.
0: pussy live life to the max yeah riding a fucking roller coaster that's yeah. living life Which to the my max my
1: stepson can't go on for, for but you know he, he commented on how cool the, the theming was I was yeah. like oh Jesus yeah exactly you, know, you got the wrong idea the, the
0: ride is fun but the, the theming is absolute ass well I, I like it because be... they're like you're in you're in you're in eyeline of a sacred Jewish temple in Bugs Bunny world <laughs> Yeah, they've not been back. Uh, That's well, Last time I was there, they were not. Well, yeah. now next time I go, next time I pop off over Talk there in the me middle. A, give me a call, would you? Yeah, right I will. Well. I mean, I haven't been there Once since my next fixed. I've I haven't <laughs> been there since last time I went there that I told you about. But yeah. I'll let you know.
1: Yeah, give me give me a shout. I'll see if my next better. Yeah, because I really messed
0: it up. On what well, what ride? Batman. Well, well, well. The chickens have come home to roost. It's a yeah. shit ride. No, it's a great ride, but uh, yeah, I fucked it up on
1: the last court screw, and then because there was no. We, we got to the- go
0: on that. We got to go. On, we got to go on Riddler's Revenge, which I still haven't been on yeah. since when I was a kid, That's and fine. we got to go on um, Justice League mm. ride. Battle for Metropolis. Have you seen it? Have you been on it? Yeah. Is it fun? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not bad for. It's better than I thought it would be. You're shooting stuff. You're shooting. Yeah, you're, Superman shoot, you're, shoot, out of the you're sky. shooting out
1: screens most of the time. Hell, let's yeah. be honest. But they have animatronics in there, and they have like little scenes that kind of. That's fucking you know, cool. Nothing's falling on you and stuff. It's, it's not bad for Six Flags. Yeah, you know, as far as theming goes, not bad. I I'm mean, ready. it's
0: stupid. It's bad, but. Yeah. It's not bad, if you understand why. I'm and bad. then, yeah. Fortress of Solitude, and uh, fucking yeah, uh, Doctor Doom's Freefall, or whatever
1: it's called. Drop of Doom. Yeah, I'm still yeah. not sure if I want to do that one, really. Oh, come on. Nah, I'd rather get on Tatsu and Next 2. Okay, well, get on Tatsu and Next I w- 2. I probably then. would have done it last time we were there, except I fucked my neck up on Batman. And I didn't want to do anything after that. I didn't even go on Twisted Colossus, so I sat out. Wow. Because it was that bad. It's still bad, and I'm walking around like a fucking old man.
0: What am I, Joe Perra? Yeah.
1: I'm like hunched over like Joe Perry. I'm wearing cardigan as well. I, I feel like I'm <laughs> slowly becoming Joe well, Perry. Well, how do you do a Joe Perrot? Well, I can't do a Joe Perra. Yeah. Well, uh, that's okay. a great show. That's, that's a recommendation. It's, it's a good show. At first, I was very. You were very reticent at first. I was very apprehensive about it because I assumed it was. It's Adult Swim for a start. Yeah. And I'm instantly a little bit yeah, wary of anything they best. put out. Um, and also, it was like. It seemed to me a bit. Um, you know, kind of like, oh, well, uh, it's kind of lame how, uh, you know, Mr. Rogers and stuff like that is. And like, mm-hmm. we're just going to do like a kind of like a Brooklyn version of it. You know, like yeah. what well, Brooklyn idea is set in wherever it's set? Um, Buffalo, New York. Is it set in Buffalo? Mm-hmm. I know it's near, Yeah. Like, like um, Superior. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I, I figured it would be a bit, you know, kind of like smug. Ironic and, yeah. yeah. Just kind of smug and like, oh, yeah. And. It's weird watching it, though, because I kind of get the feeling that, yeah, no one in the middle of the country is watching this. This probably is. Oh, no.
0: It's all, yeah. It's all dream fulfillment. It's for
1: people in cities, but it it kind of, in a way that you wouldn't expect, it does show a version of America that's almost like a fantasy now. mm -hmm. It's it's, it's a bit like a, you know, like one of those 50s sitcoms mm -hmm. in a way. Like everyone's just very nice to each other. Yeah. And there's no real confrontation. It's a very gentle show. Yeah, which is really nice. Yeah. And I think it absolutely makes sense that it's targeted towards people in the big cities because it's kind of yeah. what we need a bit of, It's like wish probably. fulfillment, yeah. yeah. a little bit. Um, and I still wasn't quite sure. I was like, there were some bits which I really do border on just pure saccharin. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But oh, they, yeah. for some reason, I think just either Joe or, uh, what, who's the other guy, Connor? Connor
0: O'Malley as his neighbor, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, but he's also one of the co-creators, right? Yeah, they're, so, they're
0: collaborators. And yeah. then Joe, Joe Firestone, the girl, That's she's, right. yeah, she's yeah. like his love interest in some of the seasons, I think.
1: In all of it, yeah. yeah. All of the, both seasons, yeah. Um, and she, yeah, I, I think they're smart writing it because it, there are bits where you're like, this is just pure sacrament. And if it was in the hands of like, to give a pretty fair comparison, Ricky Gervais' Derek. <laughs> yeah, which exactly. Rick exactly, Gerv- yeah. Which Ricky G- Gervais thinks is a show all about kindness and like being yeah. nice and stuff. And the saccharine moments in that are the most insincere and uh, honestly just fucking weird and creepy things that you could ever imagine. Whereas Joe Parra pulls it off pretty well, I think.
0: And and it's interesting too, like, um, because those are all three, like, New York comedians. And Mm. they're, you know, and Joe Firestone and Joe Parra, they're definitely like their stage persona is the most similar to the show. Like the I, vibe I don't know of about Joe Firestone,
1: but I've seen Joe Perry do "quote unquote" stand up recently. It's very similar. Yeah. it's
0: it's a little more ironically
1: but detached, it's, but it's funny and it's, it's good. really clever. How you can get you know yeah. you can get pretty big laughs out of saying something very very banal and almost saying like, almost,
0: He's very good. as I think he's he's great. Very good as a stand up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Connor O'Malley is a very different vibe from he's the rest pretty aggressive. of it. He's so like yeah. he's like unsettling. What's that one that he uh,
1: the, the the one that he does where he's like in the water and stuff um fuck, I forget what it's called. The the other thing he's most well known for on his uh, own.
0: I don't know. Oh
1: shit. Yeah, I can't remember the Well, his either.
0: newest thing that he did was he started this like kind of like it seems like it's going to become like a pseudo ARG, but nothing's ever come of it yet where he's he's claiming that he's going to start a virtual world. Like a like a VR world, I guess, but it's not actually VR. It's just on some shitty website with like shitty graphics. Uh, and then he had like a whole video for it, but it had a URL on the end that's actually a real URL, and you can like chat with bots on there and stuff like that. Right. So he's doing he's doing his stuff.
1: Yeah, and and you can definitely sort of feel that sometimes in the show. The it, it, uh, this is definitely the product of people who are, you know. Much more media savvy than the world they've created would suggest. Oh, sure, sure, You sure. know, But um, it's, it's good, though. I'm glad it exists. I, I like it quite a lot. I do, too. And there's a new season coming out. Oh, cool. Soon. Good.
0: Yeah. yeah, all right. There's the rec, guys. Joe Parra talks to you. Is Joe Parra the, talks
1: with you, talks to you.
0: Is that the name of the show? I believe Joe so. Joe Parra talks with yeah, you, yeah. talks to you. Yeah. Yeah. Good it's show. really good. It's really good, good. It's like slipping into a warm bath. It's fun. It's funny, and it's it's uh, kind of peaceful. Very peaceful. Nice, like, yeah.
1: I, I think I read an interview with him where he said that he wanted to design something that you could fall asleep to. But if you were having trouble falling asleep and you were still watching it, that he still wanted it to be good. Yeah, that's funny. (laughs) And that's a really funny way of putting it. Because there has been a trend, I don't know if you've noticed this, there has been a trend of um, the streaming services putting out stuff that's basically meditative. Mm -hmm. Um, So HBO Max have one that's in collaboration with the Calm app, which is called A World of Calm, I think. And it's basically documentary I guess you could call it documentary, but it 's like meditative stuff on a theme, so it 'll be like a lot of stock footage of birds, a bit like planet Earth or anything else noodles narrated by a celebrity, so it'll be like Nicole Kidman talking about birds. And, all right uh, all right yeah, what australian, do you know about
0: moths <laughs> in her native australian accent,
1: uh oscar isaac does the one about noodles yeah uh it's just, it's just a whole half an hour about how noodle the history of noodles and stuff but i didn't like that i thought it was kind of weird and yeah. shit you yeah. know and you could tell that feels the accents, yeah. it feels dystopian it was just a bit odd yeah, yeah it did feel like pro it felt like programming you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if that makes any sense it felt like here's your programming for the night this will help you sleep yeah you know This will help you calm down. Whereas Joe It feels like it's. And it is funny. I laugh. At, I laugh
0: at Joe Parra a lot. It's actually. It's funny. really funny sometimes. Yeah. yeah. When I, like some of this like little jokes he does where he was like he has like the like his like black friend who's like his, his neighbor. Mate Gene. Yeah. Yeah. His little buddy. Yeah. And he's like the the actual actor that's his friend is like fifty, and I can't yeah. tell what age the character Joe Parra is supposed I to be. I think he's
1: supposed to be about his age. Yeah, because the actor is like, yeah. clearly like 33 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think he is supposed to be, but there's this. Kind and it's never explained
0: or, yeah, or like acts like you. a grandpa
1: but I think the idea is that he was raised by his grandma and her friend like it, oh, this I kind see. of because he he doesn't seem to have parents he just yeah. has his grandma and I think the idea is that he's grown up around his yeah. these old people so yeah. much
0: that he's just sort Kinda of adopted old. their mannerisms yeah. <laughs> even the way they walk yeah but, um, yeah but they get like these great bits where like for Halloween, they're the characters from the yeah, Matrix. That, that one's lovely. Yeah. He's he like he says this one of these funny bits where he was like, Oh, me and Gene we decided to do a a experiment to see if there was racial bias. Oh no,
1: that that's the first episode. Yeah, what did you say? It's the first episode. He casually mentions because yeah. he's dealing with like you know some family who were trying to buy his house, but yeah. someone had accidentally put a for sale. Yeah, sign. and he's trying to talk about so rocks he, so in he's, the he's trying yeah. to talk about rocks, but he says you know oh well I'm really bothered about this situation with this family trying to buy my house because I don't need another lawsuit. And yeah. he kind of lets that hang. And you're like, wait, what what's this other lawsuit that you're involved in? And, and then at the very end, like the very, very end of the episode, everything is resolved and it was a big misunderstanding or whatever. He just pops his head into the frame and goes, oh, and if you're wor- you wondering what the other lawsuit was, me and Gene are actually suing each other right now just totally. to learn more about the legal system and to <laughs> observe whether there's any racial bias in the...
0: Well, I, think a, I think he has a line where he's like... He says the thing about, like, we're learning that there's racial bias. Our results so far, undetermined. Yeah. that's <laughs> 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 the idea that they're suing each other just to learn uh, about what it's yeah. like. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. And the,
1: oh, obviously, the, I mean, like, probably the most famous one is the Barbara O'Reilly one, right? Yeah, that's funny. Which is great. Yeah. What is yeah. this song? Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, it's such a simple idea. It's uh, basically just imagine a 33-year-old guy before. who'd never heard Barbara O'Reilly or presumably mm-hmm. any you know any, classic any real music any, at all probably yeah. outside of like choral yeah you know choral music uh He's got his, he j- yeah. so you're just watching this like 30 year old dude hear it for the first yeah. time and be blown away kind of pumped <laughs> up, yeah and <laughs> be absolutely blown
0: away yeah, by th- it. some of the jokes are so funny like uh when he has the bean arch yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. like now instead of reaching down to get a bean, you can reach up and get a bean.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, I feel like Max and Max and Joe Perry would get on quite well. And I, I oh honestly, yeah, we're so
0: both I. I feel like I feel like he would get into roller coasters if he'd been exposed to one. Oh, for sure. <laughs> well, he seems to. That's like that's the charm of the character is that he seems to be into everything. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, it's very nice. Very nice yeah. to
0: watch. All right, there you guys go. There's the recommendation. All right, Joe, Perra Joe Perra. talks with you. Yeah. And then also, Brett Gelman, Dinner with Friends. No, uh, no. let not. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: that's the other side of Adult Swim. Oh,
0: the bad side. Yeah, you want to go the, there? That's the We'll all pick side. up the rock and see where all the fucking wriggly, creepy crawlies live. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, Brett right, Gelman, the creepy crawly of Silver Lake. Yeah, uh, did I tell you? He did a... Um... When I oh, saw yeah. him for the, the first time. The satellite,
1: yeah. Yeah, that, that's what he did. I am and a, a virus, virus like, oh, floating yeah. into your
0: head. Oh, he's fucking... What a fucking awful, hack. Awful, 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 awful. Fuck Brett Gelman. Well, he
1: took his stand against Adult Swim, saying, I'm not going to work with you anymore. Yeah, Even though
0: he had nothing, they did, they nothing commissioned. He had million dollar He had nothing commissioned. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> he yeah, wasn't yeah, working with them anyway. So he's yeah, like, I'm not going to work with you anymore.
1: I'm taking my stand. And him and Tim Heidecker both. And now he gets bit parts and very, very small things. All right. Fuck him. Yep. All Goodbye. Right. Bye.